Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome back to Time to Roll's Campaign 1. This is episode 65. Uh, and uh, we do have a few things to go over since it has been two weeks since we have uh, played. Um, so we'll do that real quick. I'm sorry we're running a bit late tonight. Uh, it took a bit for everyone to get ready, um, but that's fine. Um, so we're going to go through a few announcements, and then we will uh, we'll get right into the gameplay because uh, I there's a lot I want to get through. So... First things first is uh, PAX Unplugged was enlightening. Uh, if I saw you there, hello. Nice to see Good to see you. Uh, there was a fair few few people there that uh, I knew through the internet. So that was pretty neat. Got to meet all of them. I got to meet Matt Mercer. I got to uh, meet a couple of CEOs of different gaming companies. Uh, so that's pretty neat. So it was all, all in all pretty good, a pretty good time. I got some new new dice and stuff. Um, so it was a fun time. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it and, uh, I will definitely be going back next year. Um, but yeah, anywho, this is the last Tales of Amriel episode for this year. Uh, we will be, we will be back, uh, streaming live, uh, for all of you on January 7th. Uh, so starting today, we're taking three weeks off from the normal story. Um, and we're, you know. Just because we're going into the holiday season, I'd rather give ever don't not chances are if we tried to play. I mean, I'm not gonna be able to make the Sundays, so we'd have to reschedule, and that just doesn't work out well. So we're taking three weeks off uh, of the main story. Uh, however, next week Sunday we we will be playing uh, my Christmas slash holiday one shot, and that will be announced tomorrow on Twitter. The name and everything, and also here, uh, we will be playing uh, a direct basically a sequel to my nightmare before Halloween uh, one shot that I ran last year during Halloween. Uh, and this one will be called the night of the living toys, I believe is what I named it. Yeah. The night of the living toys. So uh, if you're interested in a holiday themed uh, one shot, come hang out and watch that. That should be fun. Uh, we're from the few characters that are already made. This should be pretty freaking interesting. So, anyways, uh, I believe that's it. Uh, if you want to obviously go check us out on all the podcasting uh, platforms, those get uh, those get uploaded every single Monday, as well as the YouTube video gets uploaded every Monday. Uh, unfortunately, we did have to take a hiatus on the Baldur's Gate 3 uh, videos. I had some corrupted footage that I'm trying to recover. Um, so we'll get back to the that upload schedule hopefully this week, but technical issues and me being gone. I just haven't been able to do any editing. So anyways, I think that's it for announcements. Let's hop right into the game. We have a lot to go over and a, a lot to just get through uh, before the end of this session. So everyone's here. We have a full house for the first time in a while, feels like. Um, but let's let's get into it. All right. That one. Yeah. Terror. It runs yeah. on a hamster wheel. It saves me like electricity. Well, I have a family down there, and then they, they do my the laundry. And... Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Would you like some Chinese food? Feet Timmy. Would you like a Chinese? No. Um... No broccoli beef? Nope. What, tan soup? Not even some Kung Pao chicken? Uh, you all take 38 points of psychic damage. All right. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Why am I getting in trouble? You don't. You don't. 
You don't like guilt the by association. Guilt by association. Yeah, no. Come up, some. All right. Come up, some young guy. All right. Stop it. <laughs> the taste of Britain. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Bro, how this stuff tastes weird. In the 1800s. The British engaged in drug policy. We're, we're, if this channel ever gets to the point where we're big enough to take on sponsorships, it's never going to happen. Like a, like a British people who hasn't changed in like a hundred years. It's just like, because yeah, they, they don't believe in spices, okay? We Imagine in... Ca no, no. <laughs> no Imagine conquering 25% of the world and not changing your food at all. No, they don't because they don't believe in seasoning their food. No, 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 no. Hear me out. I used to live in England, right? You know how you pick out a good restaurant in England? Where nobody else is going? Y you walk in, yes, speak to the chef, right? If he doesn't speak English with some other accent, you leave. Dead serious. But, I, like, but what if like, you want some bangers and mash? It, it's it's <laughs> half a joke, but it, it's it's actually serious. It's actually a halfway decent way of... It's a good tip. Yeah. Yeah, but Just what about what about Chef Ramsey? He's the that's the problem. He's like literally blown the stereotype right away. I'd blow Chef Ramsey. Right, because he's traveled the world. Right, because he's traveled the world and learned a bunch of different stuff instead of staying in one stupid stinky country. Lex, I think that'd be the only time that he'd like it raw. It's fucking raw. <laughs> <laughs> Why is always manhandling you like? You fucking... this chicken. You could have killed somebody with this. It's raw. It's, it's like... fucking raw. Me in the corner of my fingers together, like I know. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> well, Zach, are you having fun? I'm, we're having. Fun. I just wanna. I, I wanna get to the stuff that I've had prepped for over six months, but you know. Listen, there's always time for what you've prepped for six months. There's not always time to finger blast to Gordon Ramsay, okay? I'm stroking it right now to Gordon Ramsay. I'm gonna call him, see what he thinks about this. I, I, might, I might turn gay for Gordon Ramsay. You're uh, already gay. You're, Tad, you're already gay, right? <laughs> He's got you. Are, are, you gonna turn, are you gonna turn more gay? Are you gonna uh, add extra colors heart, to your God. rainbow? <sighs> All right, can we can we do a recap and uh, play play some sure. Sure, right. if you want. So, I mean, we don't have to recap. If you go into a British restaurant and they they don't speak a second language, then leave. Uh, Todd's gay and he's in love with Gordon Ramsay. Um, Todd, stop. Talk about Timmy. Anywho, <laughs> don't talk about Timmy. And Dennis is our favorite ass. Yes, That's true. I can. I can get. I can get. I can get with that. Um, okay. So, anyways, I'm, oh, I was just waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting to be interrupted. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you're. you're I mean, if you want us to, please no. proceed. Yeah. Okay. How was your guys' day? <laughs> Good. Anyways, let's Show do a recap. Yeah. Let's talk to everyone else, Zach. But oh, thanks, Nate. Love you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Last we left off, everyone. So, Nate. Yeah, we're gonna play D&D, Todd. Oh, now you're gonna join the Well, somebody dropped off my Chinese. Thaddeus, a book, uh, Thaddeus, Chinese. Thaddeus, a book falls off the shelf inside the, inside the, uh, chamber and hits you in the head, and you take 15 points of bludgeoning damage. 
blocked. I'm kidding, but let's go. <laughs> um, last we left off. After uh, some brief discovery uh, inside uh, my, my notes, X'd out. Wow, thanks. Thanks, Google. Ah, uh, anywho. Uh, last we, so we were in Ornthalus's, uh bedchamber slash study uh, here in his wizard tower inside of the... Uh... <laughs> what the hell is going on? Okay, now my, my, now my computer's freaking the fuck out. It's like flashing back and forth. Okay, there it is. Okay. I wrote, I, wrote, I, wrote a, I wrote a recap and everything. Okay, last we left off. Uh, after doing some deep dive into the Cordaeorum uh, in Ornthalus's bedchamber slash study here in his tower inside the dwarven city of Nentorum, uh, you eventually m figured out that the best way to discover the Cordaeorum here in Arondor would be to make your way to the deeper vault. Uh, after discussing the uh, details of how to get there with Ornthalus uh, and his uh, little dwarven companion, Selica, uh, you eventually figured out that the best way to make it to the Deeper Vault would be to go through the northern path to Naldoral and then eventually make your way past the, uh, the ruler's resting place, a crypt-slash-tomb-like area that's guarded by two uh, stone-like sentries that guard the hallway fiercely um, or you can make your way south uh, through uh, Dungalir uh, a, a gem mining uh, slash gold mining city uh, here under the mountain uh, after a brief discussion all of you decided you'd take the northern path because it is shorter compared to going through Dungalir um, and you'd have to sneak your way past the ruler's resting place. As you're leaving the tower, uh, you, uh, I guess, kind of convinced Ornthalus and Selica to come with you and show, and basically show you to the deeper vault. Uh, you are now walking through the town or the city of, uh, of Nentorum and making your way towards what would be the eastern gate uh, that would head to the northern road. Um, you have about a five to six day journey uh, to the deeper vault if nothing goes wrong uh, but it would be about a day and a half journey to Naldoral which is a central kind of like a gateway city uh, here underneath the mountain um, oh and uh, Ori remember your deck of many things is gone and Zane you now have a deck of illusions yeah I have it marked down Bagman took things for that confused look. Uh, right. Yeah, I got the fucking fireball. Let's be, uh, oh, and uh, for, for, just so you're aware, which I need to grab it out of my computer bag because I, I took it with me to PAX, I have a deck of illusions in person. So if you want to draw from the deck, uh, I have a, I think it's 32 cards. Did you, uh, you put a picture of that in chat yet? Uh, no, I haven't, but I can. You should. I, I definitely want to see it. Yeah, they're like tarot At cards. Some point. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a picture and put it in there. Alara. Sexy. Oh, jeez. Jeez. 
She may have done the thing where she walked away. Mm. So, yeah, here, I'll put the... And for those on stream, if you want to... They're kind of like... They're basically tarot cards. There you go. Yo, those are awesome. So, uh, so when you want to draw, I will, uh, you'll tell me a number between one and 32 and, uh, I'll pick that card and then that will be what you draw from the deck magic. Okay. So have those, uh, also, um, or you have a necklace of fireballs. Remember that? Yeah. I got to make sure I recorded. And then uh, Zane also got a, a ring of luck. A lucky ring. I think that's what it was, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I picked up that brain. You did pick up a brain. Zach, can you show me the cards again? Yeah. Or throw them on your screen. Yeah. So, either way, while, while this is happening, you guys are walking out. Uh, anything else you guys want to do in Nentorum before leaving? Um, I would like to also like to remind it would be Elka. You, you still have a unfinished sword that you found in the uh, in the undead city. Was, oh yeah. So just to remind you, I know that it's been about a month since that happened. I don't think I ever wrote it down in stuff. Say what here, Todd. Here, let me. I'll go full screen. Can I um? Can I show it to our friend and ask if he knows what it is? Uh, yeah, sure, if you'd like. Oh, here you go, Todd. It's on stream now. There. Oh, wow. Yeah. 32 tarot cards, and, like, the, the details on them are, like, like, the, like this is this is the Archmage card. So, if you pull an Archmage, or if, if uh, I pull the Archmage, then an Archmage in uh, an illusory form shows up and starts illusory attacking foes and things. That's pretty neat. You might get lucky and get a dragon, too. Which is basically just a, uh, like a... But I'm a dragon. Uh, they don't need another one. Yeah, fair. Now that I have fire magic. Listen, we're already trying to stop the bad dragon. True. All, all of them? Well, the, at least the one in our goddamn city. There are lots of bad dragons. Just oh, the big one. Damn it, I missed the, the biggest one because I was muted. Wow. Just depends on the size you're aiming for, I guess. <laughs> we can take it. We can take it. Mm. Some better than others. <laughs> Sounds like Zach's taking it. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Don't kill I, me. I did like. You guys, you guys are, it's just, it's just like, I know it's been two weeks, but like the ticks just keep going up in my mind of how many extra damage dice I'm going to add to rolls. Listen, yeah. Linda, we deserve this, okay? Yeah, it's your fault we missed last week. It's been a rough week, Zach. Just give me one thing. Bam. All right, so. Uh, did you have anybody die in your arms? Tonight? Okay, so you're, uh. You're you're showing you're showing Ornthalus the sword. Yeah. Um. Okay. He will look at it and go. Well. Um. I have to remember his voice is kind of weird, like Christopher Walken German. 
Um, well, let me let me take a look, uh, and he will uh, he will cast uh, identify on it, and his eyes will kind of look a little perplexed. Um, and he'll just kind of look at you. Well, you might want to keep this. Um, shit, I can't find his voice. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, this this sword belonged to a uh, a hero of the fracture. Um, and it is called. Let's see here. Well, it doesn't have a name actually. I suppose. Wait. And he'll like. He'll like like flick his fingers and you'll see like arcane words go over the blade. Oh wait, never mind. This is called The Emerald Star. It's a blade that was wielded by a hero of the Fraxer. His name was Plume Mountain Guard. Um it's hard to tell because it's broken, but yeah, if you could find how to fix this blade, this blade would be quite useful. You wouldn't happen to know how to fix it? Any spells or anything? Uh, I, I, I can try. Um, and he'll like start to wave his hand and you'll see like a he'll like grab a piece of rock and you'll see it start to meld into the sword and it'll like fall off the sword. Um, you'll need to find the other shards of the blade. So, uh, I mean, I suppose you could try to, um, you know, maybe cast a locate object spell, or perhaps maybe somebody deeper down in the in the caves will know. Uh, Where did you find this? There was a, a town not too far from here that was inhabited by undead and they were quite friendly uh but it was in it was a fountain <laughs> it was lodged an undead village and it was embedded in a fountain huh i don't know i've been dead for hundreds of years um well yeah, so uh, I don't really know much about this plume uh, mountain guard. All I know is that these are his these are his uh, arcane writing, and by the looks of it, they are. Um, it looks like a dwarf tried to make elven runes, which is why they're sloppy. So maybe I guess maybe he was a dwarf. I don't know. So if you find a dwarf down here, maybe they'll know. Yeah, master blacksmith, maybe. I don't where's know. Your, where's your little friend? He's Andor? like. Uh, so, okay, he's like he's like uh, he, he's like walking at the back, and he just kind of like looks. Ah, I he's gonna make a history check. That's cocked. Would there be a certain type of individual that would this sword would suit best? Well, it's a long sword, so anybody that's in a more of a martial field, so Lumis Rabbit here, probably, or, um, well, Big Guy has 
kind of already has a legendary weapon, and he'll point to Ori's axe. Um, so, I don't know if uh, you could handle two. Um, hmm. Really, I mean, I guess anybody that can handle martial weapons, but I don't know. Uh, if you're the one that found the blade, it's probably useful to you. These weapons kind of generally have a mind of their own. Um, but especially weapons that were forged by heroes during the Fracture, they can take on a personality of their own. Uh, as of right now, this one's quiet, but from what the spell told me, it probably could do some really good damage to uh, to those that are there, those that are a fiend and whatnot. Well, thank you. Hopefully, we'll meet someone in our travel. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, okay, so as you, I assume you're anything else you want to do inside Nentorm? You guys are like walking through the streets. Oh, and by, so Ori and uh, Vivra, you notice immediately. You're looking up like where the goblins were. You just see like incineration marks from Ornthalus going not nuts uh, when he woke up. Uh, you see like you see like goblin blood all over the place, and like random like scorched backpacks you see a few of those like little spider backpack type of uh, contraptions like laying on the ground just melted uh, and you immediately have a realization that this guy's this guy does not like goblins <laughs> isn't he traveling with us he is excuse me <laughs> that was such a time. <laughs> that was amazing. What the fuck? Did you sneeze? No, she said, excuse me? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's just... Uh, just tell me I'm on top of Ori's head. You are, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna bury my ass deeper in his fur. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> well uh, it, like he will uh, Onthalos will just be like walking along like kind of whistling looking at his handiwork like huh oh, nice um he's gonna actually cast locate object on the uh, on the metal and which that pings in a thousand foot radius or a thousand foot sphere Well, nah, nothing here. And then he'll just keep walking. I do have a question for you. Of course. About my grandfather being a vampire. Oh, yes. What made you say that? Well, he was pale. Uh, Haldir was... Uh, he was very pale. Um... And also, every time he'd step out into the sun, he'd start to burn. That's kind of a vampire thing. And you know this how? I knew him. I... Filled with hate. Back then, no, he was... Back then, no, he was kind of a coward back then. Uh, he, uh... He didn't like to come out of the woods very often, and when he did, he, uh... 
always wore like these really heavy cloaks to block his skin from the sun. I always thought, at first I always thought it was like a, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe a, maybe just a personal choice. Maybe he burned easily and then I found out he really burned easily. So, you know, there's, there's that, but, uh, did he have a son at that time? Oh boy, this was, this was a couple hundred years ago. Um, I think he had a little boy running around at that time. I can't remember his name, though. Maybe that was your father. Maybe it was just a kid from the village. I don't know. Asshole. Did you call him asshole? Sure. But, uh, I mean, whatever you want to call him, I don't know the guy. Okay. If you can think of anything more, please let me know. Okay. He keeps walking. I'm just gonna keep going along. Okay. So if you guys want to do anything else here in Nentorum, uh, as the uh, as you pass through the city streets, it's primarily just abandoned stone houses. Uh, you see the occasional like elvish architecture pop up, and the occasional like human house that you'd see above ground at any odd uh, town or village that you'd visit. Um, but most of them are stone, and most of them do have that reflective, uh, like, uh, wave that goes across them every time you guys are walking, having, assuming having torches lit with you, and actually, uh, uh Ornthalus would probably cast, he would, he would cast dancing lights and have them follow you guys. Um, and, uh, Alan would also tap his, uh, tap his staff and cast, and cast dancing lights. Just to kind of really illuminate the area, um, but every time, every time one of those lights would like blip, you just see a little wave of of, of light uh, rainbow shades going across the uh, the stone buildings. Uh, eventually, you do make your way all the way west to the gate. You get to the gate, and there is uh, some rubble in the way of uh, what seemed to be maybe the gate was shut off at one point. The gate was collapsed, maybe. Um, however, the, the metal gate itself is still being hung up high, and it seems like it fell and landed on this pile of rubble. Uh, currently, the gate's blocked. However, to your left, you do see a about a four to five foot tall hole uh, that does go out to the other side. Um, that would be an option. Uh or if you wanted to make your own way, you could also do that. But the only obvious way to get out of the city is through this tiny little five-foot-wide hole. So most of the most of you could probably fit through, but Ori and Alan and probably uh, Vivra. Eh, Can well, Dennis get through? That's the other problem. You do have a donkey with you. So. Uh, yeah, it would it would be a bit of a squeeze. There have to be some rolls made if you wanted to do that. But yeah, can we make the whole bigger? Well, we have people who know enlarge and reduce. You do, but that only lasts a minute. Um, I would. How long does it got to take us to get through the hole? Not very long. It's more or less than a minute. Less probably. Uh, it's the the, the wall. It the wall good. itself is about twenty to thirty feet thick. So it's, it just looks like the hole was bored out by something small. 
and made it just big enough to where it can maybe fit two small things through. And uh, I'd say with just your passive uh, intelligence for everybody, maybe everyone except for Alara, um, you'd probably guess that they were goblins that bored a hole through through the wall at one point. Um, maybe dwarves. Dwarves are pretty stocky and short. Um, but chances are, just given given the knowledge that you've gained from the fact that there's a battle that held that was held here in Nentorum, uh, you'd probably guess it was probably it was the goblins, more than likely. Um, yeah. So uh, if you wanted to try to cast reduce uh, reduce on uh, on people, uh, you would have to cast it on Ori for sure. Um, Alan. Alan can wild shape. Alan could wild shape for sure. Uh, and then Dennis, you'd have to you have to wild you'd have to reduce Dennis. Um, but also, he's a donkey that will have to make his way through a hole. That's so the hole sits about midway through the wall. So to get up into the hole, it's about a it's about a two foot lift off the ground. So to get Dennis through, you'd have to like lift him up in there. I mean, if we reduce him small enough, someone can pick him up and very quickly go through the hole, right? Right. Reduce only only shorts uh, brings him down half their size. So, uh, pretty sure. Uh, enlar enlarge is drastic. I'm pretty sure reduce is... I think it's the same. Um... Size is halved in all dimensions, and its weight is reduced by one eighth of normal. So yeah, two one eighth. Yeah, two two one eighth. So it, he'd be there. Dennis would be very light, but he'd still be considered a uh, a small creature. He would be tiny, so you'd have to you'd be able to pick him up, but uh, he would still be a donkey. You know, he'd still act like a donkey, just smaller. I mean, Ori can still carry him though. Ori would have Ori would drop down to a medium character, so Ori would have to make a strength check to do that, more than likely. Well, actually, no. Well, how, because much, he, how much does he weigh? Uh, We're gonna math this. We'll math this. I'm down for this. It's gonna math. How donkey math. much does he's technically a mule, but we're calling him a donkey. Um, how much does a mule weigh? Uh, Just enough to break the ice. Wait a second. Uh, mules generally weigh anywhere from 800 to 1,000 pounds. So an eighth would be a hundred pounds. So yeah, I mean, Ori would have to make a strength, a strength check, to uh, or an athletics check, which I do believe when you're shrunk, your strength, you you'd have disadvantage on all strength related checks and saves. Well, am I able to lift a hundred pounds? You'd have to make a strength check uh, uh, or an athletics check. Uh, I can do that. Okay. So, uh, if that's the case, uh, Alan will wild shape down into, he will like walk for him be like, well, see on the other side. And he will wild shape down to like a little bird and fly through. So, um, uh, will cast reduce on Ori. Uh, Ori, you can, uh, choose to... Uh, it, it, you can choose to fail the save if you, for some reason, you want to do that. 
you're also muted. I'll succeed. Okay. No, no, you want to fail. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let him do it. Okay. Um, all right, so uh, Ornithal also cast Reduce, and you'll, you'll immediately see Ori just go down from go from ten feet down to five feet. Uh, and uh, it's kind of kind of hilarious because the uh, like I guess the proportions of, of his body are the same. So he's literally just a short he's a short little stocky minotaur with a giant fucking head and horns. Uh, and the axes do the axes? Sh- yes, they the do. weapons do do reduce with you. So they so his 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 axe and his glaive. These massive fucking weapons just kind of go down to like the size of little short swords. Um, but Ori, you're this is the first time I've physically looked it down at Ori. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now that Ori is reduced, uh, all of you will be able to climb through. However, you are going to have to make an acrobatics check because you are jumping up into a hole and climbing through thirty feet. Just for shits and giggles. So. Um, I guess Alan will cast Reduce on Dennis, which he is not a willing creature, technically. Which he fails anyways because he's a donkey. Uh, <laughs> I roll, I roll the three. Um, so Dennis shrinks down and he's just he's he's a pan he's panicking uh, as most wild animals do, uh, or not wild animals but you know animals do. I'm gonna grab him. Okay try and uh, quickly move through. Okay, so great. you're going to grab and make a strength check, or an athletics check. A dirty 20. Dirty 20. You're able to easily pick him up. Um, it is He is heavy, and he is squirming a bit, but you are able to place him up uh, the two feet up, uh, which is not that much. Uh, it's probably about chin level for you. So, so you, you just like, you, you, it's like, it's like a, it's like a short person trying to, trying to grab like a, like a, um, like a big dog. You just like wrap your arms around him and hope for the best. Um, but you pick him up and you do place him up there. However, he is a donkey. So he's going to have to make a, and he's being put into close spaces. So he's going to have to make a wisdom saving throw, which he succeeds. Uh, what is what is a mule's wisdom? I assume he succeeds. The DC I put was sixteen, so unless he has a negative two to wisdom, all right, he has he has a ten, he has a, he has a plus zero, so eighteen it is. Uh, he does not panic, and he follows Alan's uh, like come on uh, gestures through, and he should just be able to walk through, which he does. So uh, Alan will then grab. Now being full size, he's not very strong. Alan will, you'll see Alan, you'll look through. Alan will go to grab uh, Dennis and then his arms will give out and Dennis will fall two feet to the ground. And then, uh, but uh, he's still small, but he he tries to kick Alan, um, but it just kind of like bounces off of Alan's uh, leather. He's, he's a, or the, uh, yeah, leather he's wearing. Um, but he does. Alan does end up taking because he did get kicked by a donkey. Uh, one point of bludgeoning damage. 
Um, but the donkey is through. Um, now, for everybody, I'd like everyone to just make a an athletics check or a, a acrobatics or athletics, depending on which one you prefer. Ooh. Dallas. I rolled a fourteen. Of acrobatics. Fourteen. Okay. DC's not very hard. You're just crawling through a hole. Um, That's what she said. Listen, some people are whole challenged out there. I'm only three, three and a half feet tall, so like. So, so. Uh, am I rolling at disadvantage for, for athletics? Yeah, because you are you are reduced. Oh wow. Okay. I got a sixteen. Uh, a twenty-four. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so uh, it's a natural twenty for Selica the dwarf. So he just kind of hops up and just like like waddles his way through the the hole because he's shorter than the hole. Um, however, uh, Ornthalus goes to jump up into the hole and he slips and he falls and hits his head. He rolled a natural one, uh, and he does take seven seven points of the of bludgeoning damage as his face just smacks straight in. You see his nose broken. Like a little blood coming out of his nose. He's like, ah, shit. Like, just, like, not very happy with himself. Uh, he's going to, uh, like, try to, like, reset his nose and realize it's, it's, it's a lost cause without healing. So he's just going to attempt to jump up again, which is the DC is higher this time by two. What's ten? <laughs> okay. It's... I will crawl back through the hole. <laughs> I have a feeling. <laughs> um, that's another natural one. Okay. Uh, he goes to jump up again, and the blood from his hand they put that is on his hand that he didn't realize is there from his bloody nose uh, makes him slip on the rock, and he smacks his jaw into the uh, into the ledge, which does another. Nine points of bludgeoning damage, and you see some of his teeth start to be broken. Oh yeah, ah, fuck. We're, we're just gonna. God, I'm it. just gonna crawl back through, even if I have to make another check. And uh, I'd say you'd be able to crawl like once everyone is through, uh, which yeah. everyone succeeded except for him. Um, you'd be able to you you'd be able to crawl back through. Uh. I'd say go ahead because you know how the the other part of this is it's navigating a a, a close tight cavern uh, that is that you've never been in before. So uh, I'd say roll an athlete an acrobatics or athletics check with advantage since you've already gone through once. Okay, yeah, you're fine. Uh, you go through, you cast Cure Wounds on him, you see his nose, like, start to try to, like, make its way back into shape, uh, but it just, like, it stops a as you're healing him, and you see him go, ah, so fuck, and he'll just grab and go, snap, and you'll, you'll hear the pop, and his nose will go back and be, like, semi-crooked to the right more than it was, uh, but it works, and you heal him for the 13 points, um, which is, he's still down 3 HP, which is hilarious. Um, As a player, I'm flinching. Weaver doesn't care. <laughs> doesn't <yeah>. react. <laughs> uh, he'll just go, uh, uh, thank you. And he will try again to hop through the hole. I, I will assist him. Okay, so he was going to do it with this advantage this time, so it's a straight roll. 
I just rolled another natural one. I used a different dice. Did you use your very expensive new dice? I I, I used the metal dice that was given to me. Uh, Okay. Was it from me? Because I cursed those. Uh, this, this time he goes to put his hands up and his arm. Do you need hair building that side? And Weaver, you see his hands slip and you helping him, you go to grab his hand and pull him up, but the blood still on his hand slips out of your grip and he just falls onto the ground. Uh, not very happy with himself. He doesn't take any damage this time because you're assisting him. Um, he's going to get up and be like, fuck this. And he's going to cast Fly on himself and fly over the wall. <laughs> or that. <laughs> then I will turn around and hop back through the hole and uh, make my way back. I just rolled three natural ones in a row. This is, like, I, I was I was telling all, all the people in the other party I played D&D uh, with uh, for Nate's game that I roll pretty alright over there when I'm playing, but here I roll like shit, and this is just a perfect example of that. Okay. So he lands, and all of you just see him like, defeated and annoyed. Uh, like his knees are scraped, his robe has blood on it, like, his nose is slightly crooked than where it was. It's very noticeable. Um... His teeth are like starting to grow back because of the, because of the magic, but it's taking longer to regrow a bone. Um, it's it's not a he's he, did, he he doesn't look like he had a fun time. Um, but you make it to the other side, and in front of you is just a long straight corridor uh, carved into the mountain. It is uh, on each side you see pillars going up on each side about a space every fifty to sixty feet. Um, the, the cavern itself is about 100 feet tall. Uh, you look around, Vivra, specifically you, now that you've made your way back through. And uh, with the light that's provided by the dancing lights, you do notice, just with your passive perception, you do notice, like, potential goblin, uh, like, sign. Uh, you also notice burn marks on the ceiling. And you don't know what those burn marks are. You don't, you don't know if they're from Ornthalus casting a bunch of magic earlier, or if it's from something completely different. The one thing you do notice is that there is no blood or body parts here. So... Ornthalus. Scorch marks. Yeah. Are they you? Oh, no, no. I kept it within the city. Maybe a stray sun lightning bolt went this way. Um, no, I'm pretty sure I kept them all on the city. We should beware. Of what? If you are not sure if you made those or not, then we should be wary. Fair enough. Um. Uh, Zane. Yeah. Make. I'd say make a an intelligence check. <laughs> I rolled really shitty. Um. Thirteen. <laughs> the DC's low. Uh. You 
your mind going from fighting the Demogorgon, your mind would immediately go to fiend-ish in nature with these burn marks. That Now that you start to look with your dark vision, these burn marks are very... Um, there's patterns to it. And Weaver, as, as your eyes adjust with your goggles, you start to notice patterns. And anybody else with a passive perception over really 12, um, with dark vision and the in the in the lights, uh, you would notice patterns of of the of the scorch marks and the goblin and, and the goblin uh, like I, they're kind of prints, but they're also they're more like scratches on the stone. And you don't know if they're from, like, the mechanical backpacks that they had that had the spider legs, um, or if they're from actual claws from the, uh, from the goblins. Um, but they seem to follow each other, and they seem to be in an organized fashion. Uh, Zane, with, with your 13 intelligence check, you would know that most higher-ranking fiends that make their way to the mortal planes tend to leave ash and footprints around whenever they stay for too long. I'll let Barbie know. Okay. But you continue on, uh, keeping an eye out. Uh, I'm going to need... Let's see here. Normally it's Ori making survival checks, but I think I'm going to do someone else just for the sake of mixing it up. Let's go with Beep, make a survival check. Gotcha. And we'll go with Thaddeus and Weavra. Well, make that's a natural one. Make a perception Oops. check. Or no, perception check, sorry. Oh, perception? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Beep. You uh you begin walking forward, uh, kind of haphazardly into the darkness, past the the glow of the uh of the dancing lights, just far enough ahead where everyone can still see you, um, but you're outside of the ten foot radius that these glowing orbs give off. Uh your dark vision is pretty true. Uh, but you don't notice this. However, everyone else just watches Beep go from walking forward to somehow his his bo- his body just like makes an about face and starts walking the other way towards you guys. And he just like starts to walk past you and Beep. It takes you a second to realize, wait, what the fuck? Where am I? Beep. <laughs> You get to look like you doing okay there, buddy. You're going the wrong way. I'm just gonna have Beep look around, and then he's going to point the correct way that everyone else is walking, and just go Beep and start walking back that way. Okay, that's fair. I'll allow that. Uh, With the with the perception checks, Thaddeus, being underground is not a very fun time for you as an elf. Um, Most elves live their whole lives never having to navigate a subterranean uh, area ever. Uh, uh, However, this is now your second or third time within the last two months, and it's starting to get really old for you. 
So your your eye, as much as you want to try to pay attention to the scorch marks, you can't help help but have thoughts of just like just give me the fuck out of here. I don't want to be here. Um, Weaver, however, with your nineteen, uh, the scorch marks continue on and they're continuous the entire corridor, corridor that as far as the eye can see. And they continue to go in uniform with the goblin uh, marks. Um, can I tell if there's a difference in time between when the different uh, um, whatchamacallits happened and like the different prints and marks happened? Yeah. Um, there would be a check for this and I'm trying to think of which one it would be because Technically, normally I'd say investigation, but you'd have to be right up on it uh, to. No, you're paying a cl paying so, close attention intently. Make an investigation check. Oh, I was gonna say survival because it's tracking. Or that, yeah. You know what? You're right. Sur survival. I was I was trying to like I was mixing between investigation, survival, and insight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eleven. Roll it's hard. Two. It's hard to tell. Okay. Yeah. All you see is the pattern uh, and the scorch marks are, they're not like footprints, they are like drag marks. So, it's a little weird. Um, but you continue on and after about after some course correcting from, uh, from the group, Beep, go and roll another survival check. Uh, we'll just say this is try number two. There we go. Hey, right. now uh, Beep knows where he's going. After after being pointed in the right direction, you're able to, uh, with the help of Ori never being able to get lost in these corridors, uh, you're able to make your way forward, leading the group with your with your feline eyes, keeping an keeping an eye out for everything, and you get about about six hours into your into your journey, taking uh, occasional breaks. Uh, and eventually it gets to the point where it, you guys are getting tired and it's time to make camp. Um, and let's see here. Suppose I could probably add this. Let me. So while you guys, uh, you guys set up camp for the night, I need to export this. This will give you a good uh, image of what you're kind of dealing with here. But you you uh, you take you set up camp, you set up your tents. Uh, is there anything you guys want to do before going to bed tonight? Zane, is there anything you want to make? You haven't done that in a while. No, I've been doing that. I just haven't been saying anything about it. Oh, fair. Okay. Fine by me. I'm gonna <clears throat> just study my potions or my poison potion stuff, and I'm basically looking to expand my horizons and see if there's items or like mushrooms or something, or that I might be able to start utilizing that I haven't seen yet. 
Okay, that's fine. Um, I, I'm gonna say for you make a uh, make a medicine check. To see how much you gain from that. Um, how do I get rid of this? There we go. Um. Oh. Nineteen. Wow, you rolled really well. Um. You. Okay. After about a few hours of studying, and if you want to make, turn this into first watch, you can. Um, so if you'd like to do that, we can do that. Uh, who wants? Yeah. Who else wants to take first watch with Thaddeus? I can have Beep take take watch. Okay, uh, that's fine. So you take you take first watch with uh, with Thaddeus and. That is, as you're reading, um, you you gain that most uh, most flowers that grow uh, around the Rania Trench, unless they are well documented not to be toxic, a majority of the cliff dwelling flowers uh, within the Rania Trench area and throughout the uh, and around the general uh, area of the Kingdom of Arandur, which is where you're at, you know the majority of the flowers that grow on the mountain are toxic in some way. Some of them uh, uh, containing a, a venom that, uh, or a toxin that causes paralysis. Some of them cause uh, immediate decay of, of flesh and blood. Um, some of them cause... Uh, loss of function uh, in, cer in certain areas of the body. Like, some of them cause uh, psychosis of some sort, where it can cause psychedelic interactions. Uh, one of the ones does uh, pique, your, pique your interest. You do see the, the mention of gobweed. The, uh, the drug, the controlled substance drug that causes uh, psychedelic causes psychedelic episodes and uh, enlighten and some claim to have enlightened moments as they're under their trip. Uh, however, it says very clearly in your book that gobweed is very toxic to any creature under uh, any creature that weighs less than 150 pounds. Um, which kind of piques your interest. Uh, is, is, is that uh, what? we picked up. That is what you picked up. Um, so, some interesting things. Uh, you, I would say you gain um, for the sake of being able to make poisons, uh, you gain uh, you, you, with that roll, you would gain an extra day worth of studying. Uh, I have you marked down for, so far you've been studying it for six days. You need uh, 14 to become proficient enough to start making and uh, crafting poisons that you could use. So uh, I would say an extra day. So you're at eight days now worth of study. Okay. Um, okay, but I do have a map that I could uh, show you guys in just a moment that will give you a better idea of what you're staring at here. Um. However, beep. Go ahead and make a uh, make a perception check for for watch. All right. 
It's loading. Yeah. You said perception? Yeah. All right. 22. 22. Um, and I'm going to say go ahead and, and I would say make it with, with advantage, but because uh, Thaddeus is actually pretty much not really helping you look around, he's studying. Um, the 22 is fine. Um, you go to kind of doze off. And you look up and you do see eye shine about oh, 30, 40 feet away from the light of camp of the campfire. Um, you do notice that uh, a majority of uh, you, you do notice that the eyes are pretty short. And your assumption is that maybe this is either a cave dwelling creature or this could be a goblin. Um, I'm going to say make a, uh, well, we're going to say, actually, with the perception check, you'd be able to tell uh, the silhouette is very goblinoid, and it is just one, and it, it just seems to be curiously staring at you. Can I wave at it? Sure. You wave? I'm gonna, I'm, yeah, I'm going to wave at the goblin. Uh, you see the silhouette of it waving back, and it, it creeps about five feet forward. Do I get any um, perception that it might be a friendly goblin? Hard to tell. Uh, it With your dark vision, you can see the silhouette, and you can see kind of like some shapes of, of, its, of its body. Um, you can't really make out details, even with your perception check. Uh, Do I have any, like, bread or something nearby? Yeah, I like, mean, you guys, you have, yeah, you guys have rations and stuff. Can I take, like, a bit of bread and throw it out towards it? Sure. Make a persuasion check. Uh, you've seen, um, Weavra, um, on a pack, and he's kind of made an open invitation, even though nobody really takes him up on it. Um... There, there is various uh, packs of like harpy jerky, um, <laughs> in a in a bag. <laughs> I mean, I'd take him up on that. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, ha, heck, I'll throw out the harpy jerky, some of the harpy jerky, and some of the bread. Then, okay. Uh, we were with their passive perception. You do hear beep rustling through the bag, but uh, as long as I can tell that it's the jerky bag, I'm okay. okay. Or the the bag of. Uh, food carrying yeah yeah. okay um you can tell very clearly and he just kind of does back off um did you make a persuasion check you did 20 damn your persuasion's plus 13 what the fuck yeah but bar <laughs> just barred things man <laughs> okay uh i think i've blacked off a majority of what you guys should be able to see I need to. I, yeah, like I'm on the old map right now. No, I'm aware. I'm talking okay. to myself okay. here. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's good enough. Come on, will you let me shrink it? Thank you. Okay. Um, okay. Nobody wants shrinkage. Never. There you go. This is kind of like a. And to give you guys a general idea of where you're at, uh, you guys will use 
We'll just use Zane's token like we normally do. Um, you guys are pretty much right here. Uh, but, uh, Bless you. So with that, tw with that 20 persuasion, uh, you do see it like walk forward and grab the food and then like eat it immediately. You recognize this, this, um, this behavior. <laughs> you would immediately recognize that this is goblinoid uh, because you're used to seeing Alara devour cheese and is devouring this harpy jerky and, and bread very, in very similar ways that Alara devours cheese. Um, it, he kind of, it kind of like grabs it and then looks and then slowly starts walking towards you. And as it walks towards <laughs> you, you, you do start to notice some of his facial features. Um, this goblin, as you get, it creeps just slightly closer. You can't help but notice something is off. Um, you notice its jaw isn't quite where it, a goblin's jaw should be. It's a little off-centered. You notice that it's missing an eye out of its right eye socket. Um, you notice that its upper lip it's almost like something has eaten eaten off its upper lip. And as it gets closer and closer and closer, you do realize that this zombie is... Well, this this uh, goblin is a some sort of zombie-like undead. I'm going to... I'm going to blow the war kazoo. <laughs> Everybody that hears that. inspiration. Everybody hears that and wakes up. Beep. I agree. You get inspiration, die. Yay. <laughs> um. Which you just mark inspiration on your on your character sheet. All right. It's basically you can choose to roll with advantage anytime you want. Okay. Uh, just once, so. All right. Uh. This zombie-like goblin kind of, like, starts walking forward, and you hear it say, Help me! Food! Need more! More! And it's going to keep walking towards you slowly. At this point, yeah. everyone's awake. Yeah, I imagine, like, everyone's probably woken up from the war kazoo. <laughs> um, yeah, it is going to, like make it to where the glow of the campfire is and then stop you notice it stops at the light and immediately like covers it goes to cover both eyes but you it's missing an eye uh so when it realizes that it covers only its left eye um and she's gonna sit there and stare at the bag of jerky but will not enter the light at this point everyone walks out and you see this like little goblinoid uh Zombie, like skin really loose, jaw a little disformed, very clearly undead. Um, Elka's gonna walk up with her rapiers out, but not in like threatening way. Like, what did you find? <laughs> Beef's just gonna point out toward the goblin, and and then point at himself. Put his hands around his jaw, pull it down, and then, and then point at his eye patch. <laughs> and then point back at the goblin. Sure. 
is sign language for zombie and beep. <laughs> I do not believe I, I am. I don't think I know that language. <laughs> not fluent in beep yet? I'm not. Where's Clovis? Fuck it, we'll bring out Clovis. <laughs> so I'm gonna do the whole summon familiar, bring out Clovis, and... His little leprechaun man gonna pops pop up. out of freaking... Well, you know what? No, what? He's gonna like form out of the jerky bag. That's funny. Okay. He's gonna pop out of the jerky bag. He's gonna be like, "Oh, what the hell? I was sleeping in there." Oh, right. Er, beep saying there's a zombie over there. Alan just kind of ah. pushes his head out. What's all the noise about? A goddamn zombie! Can't you freaking hear me? Oh. All right, I've I've got my bow notched and ready to shoot him. Should I shoot this dumb thing? Alan goes back in his tent. Peep gave it a little bit of food earlier, and it it just seems hungry. But I mean, what zombie doesn't seem hungry? Uh. Ornthalus will wander. A flame okay. And lob it over the zombie. Okay. <laughs> Checking for the horde behind it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, does anybody speak zombie? <laughs> yeah, does anyone speak zombie? You notice. Uh, I don't think undead is a. Uh... I speak goblin. It would be abyssal, is what they probably would, would understand. Alara's just gonna start, like, talking like she's fucking the lead singer of Korn. That is, that is canonically how zombie sounds like in Ambriel, yes. Um, it's just a screamo metal band. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, the zombie will look at you confused as shit and not understand a word you're saying. I wave at it. It waves back. Oh. Guys, he's friendly. Uh, Don't go too close to it, Alara. You're not 100% sure it's friendly. So you want I would give it a piece of cheese. You're going to walk up and give it wow. a piece of cheese? <laughs> Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, she's giving it some cheese. Oh, wow. Cheese diplomacy. So yeah, I am. Before... I'm going to say fuck it and I'm going to give it a piece of cheese. Okay, as you're walking up, you see a, you see a little ball of flames fly over your head and you see Weaver throw a, a ball of fire, uh, a little harmless ball of fire about, uh, I don't know how far you can throw that. Probably I'll just say 60 feet for the sake of... I think it's I think it's 30. 30? Uh, sorry, I stepped out of range of my headset grabbing my food. Oh, you're fine. Um, that Dairy Queen, did you get a blizzard? Hell yes, I got a blizzard. Ooh, what kind of blizzard? Oh, what type? Uh, Choco Strawberry. Oh, hell yes. Um, do you even think about it, little dog? <laughs> you thinking? Especially not with the chocolate. Oh, he's pondering. I ate a whole Popeye's uh, ranch dip the other day. Um, Mur Murdoch has eaten a full pound of butter before. <laughs> I feel bad if you had to clean anything up after that. Uh, uh, didn't have a problem shitting for two weeks, but... <laughs> yeah, no. 
Okay. So ball of flame goes over its head and it skitters to the ground harmlessly. However, as it hits the ground, you notice about a hundred to two hundred sets of eyeballs open up. And they're all I about I no longer wish to give it a piece of cheese. <laughs> uh, and they are all staring right at that fire, the, the little ball of flame, and you you see it in just silhouettes of goblinoid type creatures. Just all hunkered along the wall and on the floor. Uh, at this point, Ornthalus like like pokes his head out of the tent. Oh, well, what's? Oh, fuck. Okay. This one couldn't have said it better himself. Have you got Ornthalus? Have you got any of those like big area spells that like clean a bunch of ants out all at the same time? Oh yeah, I mean I thought, well, I'm a little tapped, uh, but I can. I'll see what I can do. Um, let me t- let me let me try something, um, and he will. Uh, he will open up his book, rub his eyes a little bit uh, to clear out the sleepies. Um, well, I'll go back to sleep. It's fine. I'll, I'll just wait. I'm saving this for something else. And he'll sma- he'll uh, clap his hands together and point. Uh, and he's gonna point about just about face over over the general area of where all those that all that eye shine was. And he is gonna use his one ninth level spell and cast meteor swarm. Oh, Jesus. Well, <laughs> that it quickly. Yeehaw, bro. Uh, so that's a 40d6. Um, let me see if uh, we're just gonna, we're gonna do this here real quick. Hold on. How much HP does each of these things have? Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're gonna die anyways. Aw, friends. No, not the not the friendly zomb the the friendly zomb ones. All right, so this is this is for the bludgeoning damage. Okay, sixty-seven, and then this is for the fire damage. It's rolling dice. Roll 20s, having a hard time rolling another 20d6. There it goes. 66. So that's, uh, that's, uh, that's 133 points of damage total. Uh, they had 21 each. Uh, they're all... You just watch Ornthalus, like, walk out, wipe the sleepies out of his eyes, and then just, like, flick a little ball of energy about 500... Or, eh, probably about 100 feet, 150 feet in front of you. And you just watch just fireballs rain down from the from the ceiling of this and just slam into the slam into the horde of zombies the zombie that's close to you guys like stops eyes well eye wide and then turns around very slowly sees the carnage behind him turns around and looks and go and just goes ah, ah, um ha I'm going to walk out of the tent towards the last remaining zombie. I'm going to release the arrow. I had not. Oh, you're going to shoot. Okay, roll, roll an attack. Uh, 
bow. This is Tiny's bow, so it's probably not going to hit. <laughs> well, their AC's 12, so it does hit. <laughs> Before he gets hit, can I... Uh... I would I would like to um, detect thoughts. Does he have a brain that I can detect thoughts? Um, detect thoughts. I want to know where all the thoughts. So surface. He, I want to like know if he's evil. Uh, surface level thoughts. You get food. Food. Oh shit. Food. Arrow. And then you see the arrow fly by. <laughs> Fuck. Ow. Food. Pain. Food. Uh, if you're, are you trying to dig deeper on the like? Sure. You can get surface level thoughts without a roll. So okay, I'll roll. Uh, it's I think it's a wisdom save. That's the fourth natural one of the night. <laughs> I've used three different dice. It's not just one. Okay. Um, son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. So he fails. What you hear deeper down in this thought process is white noise. Well, that was fun. Yeah, you get the sense that un he is undead and his 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 sole purpose are just his surface thoughts. He's not Elka's hiding not anything. the best at remembering what magic like a lot of the magical stuff in her life, so she's just gonna be using random magic she's Fair. Um So I would like to walk up to the remaining zombie. Okay. It says uh, six points. You'll you'll notice the arrow like just sticking in there, and uh, you'll notice I didn't do nearly as much damage as you thought. Assuming you were, are, are you wait? Are you uh, are you using the dispel magic feature of the bow? I would not have thought any reason that I need to use dispel magic on it. So okay, no. all right, that's fine. So you uh, you walk up to this zombie who's like kind of just staring blankly at you, Zane. There, there, little guy. It's gonna be okay. I'm gonna try to cave his skull in with a, <laughs> with a punch. I roll, roll an attack. Uh, that should definitely hit. Um, Seventeen plus. Uh, yeah, yes. Definitely hit, hit like for twenty five. Yeah, it's AC's twelve. Yes, continue. Um, oh, that's cock. Uh, let's see how much damage these are throwing out these days. Oh. Uh, Nine thunder damage. Okay, he's still up. I'll swing again. Okay. That's that's a hit. Okay. And cock that shit again. Oh my god. That's better. Uh ten thunder damage. Nine plus that's twelve. That'll do it. You guys just watch Zane just walk up, like, all like, it's gonna be alright. Hammer fist, hammer fist. <laughs> death. And the thing, the, 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 the zombie's skull just caves in and falls over. I'm gonna go back to the tent and go lay down. Okay. Uh. Gotcha. So, uh, a bit of an eventful first watch. Everyone goes back to bed. Uh, who would want to take the second watch? Hey, you're fine. 
Uh, came back to bashing goblin skulls. Yeah, I caved that motherfucker skullin. Uh, yeah, Ornthalus cast meteor, uh, meteor Swarm, if you're wondering what the... I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a bunch of goblins? Yeah. Like 200, yeah, okay. 200 goblins just... Un undead goblins. Undead goblins just throwing a throwing oh, a nice level spell at them. Alright. Sick. Uh, and they were very dead. They got incinerated. They're, there's just... There's just like magical rocks, like still emanating like heat in the middle of the path. They're slowly starting to dissipate. Um, okay, so second watch. Anybody want to join Ori for second watch? I'll be joining Weaver on third, so. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'll go. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, both of you go ahead and make a perception check. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. Math is hard. I agree. Uh, you said me, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Um. By the time you guys walk out for your watch, the glowing rocks of the meteor swarm have all but dissipated. Um. And you find that nothing really is going on in your watch. Uh, what would have been uh, what would have been a probably a bit more of a difficult uh, encounter for all of you uh, had you not brought Ornthalus along uh, ended up being you realize ended up being kind of trivial. Uh, and you your watch goes off without much issue. Uh, can I uh, yeah. can I tie like a is there like a decapitate goblin somewhere? Uh, there's a. Well, there's the one I caved his skull in. <laughs> there's a caved-in skull of of the goblin just outside of camp. All the other ones got incinerated. Uh, I'll take. I'll just take the. How how bashed in is it? Like, uh, is it in pieces or is it like a big hole in it? It's like. It's like Zane took a mallet on top of its head and caved in from the top down to its jaw. It's just. It's like a squished raisin. All right, that'll do. Okay. I'm going to strap that to my belt. Okay. Uh, as you go to strap it to your belt, the jaw falls off. Uh, I'm a fucking... Do I have any sort of adhesive? <laughs> you have rope. <laughs> you can try to... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm a professional. I probably don't. Uh, yeah, I'll just use rope. Okay. I'll, like, um, I'll do sort of like a, a net thing with four ropes to like kind of connect it all together to make sure it doesn't fall apart. Okay, roll a just roll a general dexterity check. See how well you do for that. Uh, let's see. Uh, 17. Yeah, you're fine. The DC was 5. <laughs> Rope lights on fire. Generally, whenever I ask you guys to do do checks like that for for menial tasks, it's just to see if you roll a natural one. Um, but oh, that's your job tonight. Uh, yeah, it's. Oh, I'm gonna put the brain in there. Okay, so you oh, wait, unskull. Wait, 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 will it fit? No. Oh fuck. Uh, I'm, I'm put most of it in there, or at least some of it, as much as I can. 
you go to put it in there and you realize that the, the structure of the skull will not contain a brain. Yeah, Zane, Zane collapsed his, his cranium. It's. I'll, uh, I'll just tie the brain next to it then, next to my belt, or okay. next to the head. Okay. Um, well, you do that. Uh, anything else you guys want to do on your second watch? Uh, uh, nah. Okay. Um, all right, so second watch goes off without much issue. Uh third watch we've uh zane you wake up um just go ahead um one of you can if you want to do you want to do any foraging Weaver, in this cave or are you just gonna um yeah, i mean if our spells are or spells if our supplies are um holding out pretty well um i probably wouldn't given the mass zombie yeah. issue from earlier you guys have only been in the caves for about three four days now um and your your initial travel journey to the uh, village just outside the gate was about i think if i remember correctly it was like four days five days so you've been gone for you've been running off of rations for about 10 10 to 11 days now and you're with the foraging you've done outside of the mountain you're fine um so, just a perception check from both of you, then. Yeah. General comment. Um, when we, If we ever get to where we are low on, or starting to get low on rations, to where, you know, it starts to become urgent, um, I will spend that night and prepare Goodberry um, as a spell so we don't really have to worry about it, worry about it. Okay. Yeah, and Alan could always uh, Oh yeah. do it as well. And so could Alara. There's three druids. I was gonna say, plus with the alchemy jugs we've got that I've made, we will never run out of water. <laughs> no. Um, okay. So uh just both of you make a Zane and Weaver make a just 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 a perception check. Make a what? A perception check. Perception. Oh, mine was really bad. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's a four. Okay. Uh, mine was bad for me, so. <laughs> yeah, Zane, you're spending most of your time just prepping breakfast. Uh, not really paying attention. You figured the danger is gone after all the zombies were scorched. Uh, Vivra, you're also focusing on breakfast for the last half of your watch. Um, but you do kind of keep an eye out, as you always do. And you do notice as as kind of the fogginess of being asleep clears away, you do notice down the, uh, down the way you do start to see like the occasional, like subterranean glowing of crystals along the, along the, uh, the corridor you're in. And you do also notice, uh, two, uh, two giant archways, one on your left and one on your right farther down as you kind of like are wandering around. You notice the entrances about, Honestly, right about where the uh, where the goblins were, so about a hundred feet or so, just walking around camp, you know, you'll you'll start to notice these giant archways on both sides. Okay. Um. But uh, third watch goes off without much issue. Um, and you, everyone wakes up. You all have a long rest. Um. And the day is yours. Breakfast is made. Roll. Uh. I'm gonna yeah roll a 
We'll go with either a performance or a survival check for you, uh, Weebra, to see if uh, you're cooking. And I'm going to say do with advantage because Zane is helping. To show how well... Uh, after everyone eats breakfast, everyone gets five temporary hit points. Woo-hoo. And any sort of exhaustion that you may have had from previous nights should be gone by now. Nice. Um, okay. So, uh, you all wake up, uh, you pack up camp. Uh, is there anything anybody wants to do before leaving this area? Uh, can I retcon one thing super, super quick? One sure. minor thing or super, super quick? Sure. Um, when all those goblins died, um, if any of them were within 30 feet of me, um, then there was the little spectral flame um, and I would have directed anybody that needed healing uh, to stand on one of those. Uh, the only one would be Ornthalus. Okay. Three so, HP yeah, points. I, so yeah, he, he would have, he would have, he would have healed the three uh, HP. Yeah. I would assume with 2d10 plus wisdom modifier. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So every, yeah, everything's fine. Um, so he would have gotten that and been like, oh, thank you, and walked back in. Um, okay, uh, so you pack up camp. You start to wander down the corridor towards Naldoral. Um, the first thing you notice is that you do notice uh, some collapsed rocks from the meteor swarm. Uh, and you definitely tell that it's, it's fresh. There's fresh burn marks that are on the ground that are definitely from impacts from meteors. Um, and you do see like visceral blood and like gore that had been burnt that definitely started to get like burnt and crispified on the ground uh, and get plastered to the stone floor. Uh, you look to your left and you immediately see this giant archway that is closed in, but uh, in both in common and dwarvish, you see Nentorum Mine Alpha uh, written on written scribed on the uh, the gateway uh, arch. Uh, you continue walking another 30, 40 feet. Um, actually, it would probably be... Oh, shit, that's a big scene. Um, you continue walking about... Uh, it's not very far, and you notice that there's an entrance to an Entorum Mine Beta. Uh, you would notice that the, uh, the archway... Uh, the entrance isn't blocked off, but as you look farther in, you do notice a collapse of the mine about 30 feet in. Uh, no real things to know. It's just kind of a cat, like a closed off cavern, thirty feet in. At least from surface looking. If you want to try to look further, and you could. Can I ask? Uh, one of one of the spellcasters who has uh, find object. Mm. Just real quick. Yeah. Um, that's fine. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm throwing, I'm throwing, I'm throwing, can, ca- can cast it. Um, he casts locate object and he's like, ah, no, nothing that, uh, stands out, unfortunately. Oh, thank you. There's no op, op, 
probably possibility that any of those things that we slayed, or that ornithology slayed, had magical items on them. I mean, if you think the undead goblins got the magic stuff, Thaddeus, we might have a problem. I said, on a rare occasion, was it possible? I mean, uh, I assume it could be. Uh, let me check, and he'll, ca he'll cast Detect Magic. You look around. Uh, other than the runes hanging above the archways, no, there. Nothing magical other than what's on, well, me and everyone else that can use the magics. Thank you, Zane, for your confidence in my ignorance. You're welcome. You're welcome. And he will also continue walking. <laughs> Um, after about, unless you guys wanted to do anything on the way, uh, four hours or so into your, into your journey with, uh, with this group of, I mean, rat bastard. Yeah. I, that's, that's, that's a way to put, put it. Uh, you guys eventually find your way to a gateway. Uh, in front of you is a four way intersection city. Uh, that has uh, that has roads coming in and out of it in each angled direction, and then one coming out of it straight south. Uh, you, it's not that not that large. Uh, it's probably about a quarter of the size of Nentorum. Uh, you you walk into the gates, and Vivra, you do notice the scorch marks start to make their way down the corridor towards the floor. Here. I'm going to make it a point to make sure that that is pointed out to everybody. Okay. So you guys are getting to the gates of, of Naldoral. Uh, in front of you is a... Uh, at, at the center of these four corridors, or four roads, heading different ways, uh, you notice a almost like a ziggurat-type structure. A giant pyramid uh, religious structure in the center of the city. Uh, it is made out of black obsidian, and uh, the city itself is lit by natural cavernous light, uh, being lit by crystals and other other forms of minerals. Uh, the vision here, or your vi the visual here in the city, uh, you can see without dark vision perfectly fine. Uh, as soon as you enter the city, you do no you do notice that. Unfortunate, uh, as the same as Nentorum, unfortunately, there are no living creatures uh, here within the city, at least at first glance. You don't notice any bustling uh, markets. You don't notice uh, any dwarves, any people in general uh, wandering these streets. It is just an empty four-way intersection city that is very eerie with this tall, looming obsidian ziggurat in the center. So that's ominous. What do you guys want to do? Um, first Turn question. Go home. <laughs> can, can too I, late like, for that. Okay. Since uh, ziggurats were once in our history temples of worship, can can I like detect if this is like an area of worship or something? 
Uh, it's not too hard to figure out, even with a, even without a religion check. You could tell that this uh, that that this ziggurat at one time uh, was a temple for some sort of deity. Um, if you'd like to, uh, if you'd like to make a religion check to figure out which one, you can. Ten. It's not hard. Uh, you would know that uh, the dwarves generally, um, uh, the the dwarves generally uh, worship two uh, two figures or two gods. One being Shanti, uh, the matron of flowers. Uh, she's a goddess of agriculture and nature. Uh, also, the uh, uh, the other one that they would uh, that they would worship. I'm trying to find his name. Uh, would be Gond, the Iron Father, also known as the uh, the god of the forge, and uh, the god of forge and creation. So uh, you would guess with with your ten. You would see that the ziggurat is more than likely a uh, a worship spot for Gond, the Iron Father. You see hammers intersecting uh, two giant like stone slash obsidian hammers uh, intersecting the gate intersecting the gateway at each corner of the uh, the ziggurat. Uh, you see stairways going up to the center temple, uh, all with engravings of like different symbols and dwarvish. Uh, that you don't necessarily understand, but you would get that more than likely this is this is a Gond Zegrod. Gond, baby Gond, the love is gone. So the Iron Father. Um, continue walking through. Weaver would notice this. Uh, Alara would notice this. Uh, the dog is up on your up on your chair, just as a, as a forewarning. Bingo. <laughs> I told on him and he left. Uh, yep. 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 I heard him. <laughs> okay. Did. Fortunately, nothing uh, nothing up here that he can't have. So. Okay. Didn't know that. Didn't know if you left your food there or not. Well, he uh, just rolled. It. He just rolled for an attack on Thaddeus and. He rolled for an attack on any food items. So you would notice. Uh, so Alara, Vivra, and Alan, and we'll say. I speak dwarven. Or... Yeah, it's more or less perception. Uh, Beep would also notice that the scorch march, scorch marks are or these drag marks are on the side of the road. These stone cobblestone roads, going straight towards the ziggurat. Now, uh, how is everyone trying to walk through this city? Are you trying to be quiet? Are you trying to be loud and proud? How um how far away are we from the ziggurat? Uh, from the gate to the ziggurat, it's it's, it's about twenty five hundred three thousand feet away. Um, okay, so we can't we we probably couldn't be able to detect like any movement uh you'd be able to see the thing is is that it's such a it's such a massive structure in the center of the city it's hard not to notice anything going on around it so movement you'd be able to see uh because it is it is just up in the air compared to everything else all right well can we detect if there's any like movement around it at all uh 
let's say, let's make a group perception check. So I need everybody to roll a perception check. Got to turn off advantage, but that's okay, because the first one was the higher. Oh my god. Dirty 20. 16. Did you roll, Zach? Is this gonna be like Black Reach where there's like a freaking dragon just waiting for us? Thing is, the scratch marks or scorch marks were more demonic in nature from earlier. I wouldn't think it's a dragon. It's so, a demon dragon. I rolled a natural one again for Ornthalus's uh, perception check. I rolled a three for Celica's, um, which one for Dennis. Uh, <laughs> Dennis is not rolling. Uh, however, I did roll. Uh, what is Alan's perception? It's fucking ridiculous. Um, I think it's plus sixteen. <sighs> okay, let me see. Uh, so I rolled a thirteen on the dice for Alan. That's a her perception is a plus fourteen. So it's a. 27 for Alan, so it's a success. Um, okay, so 17. Uh, All right, so you uh, even with a natural one from Ornthalus, you guys are able to uh, note as the group's perception, all of you notice crawling into the top of the ziggurat are these like little like scaly demon slash devil like creatures that are crawling on the ceiling uh, and you would know to, you would know what these are because you fought them once before within the trench uh, these are quasits little imp like creatures that uh, crawl on all fours uh, and you would notice that they are all casually crawling into into the top of the ziggurat and all throughout and as you get closer you do notice that some of them are starting to like look in your general direction you don't think that they see you because you are far away from them uh and they're high but they are high up and they may have seen movement uh so my question to all of you is are you are you trying to be quiet and sneak past them or are you going to just walk in loud and proud um, look, I would ra beep would rather be sneaky. The I do have a question though. Can we detect if there's any side routes we could go? Um, so there's alleyways and like different. Uh, I mean, it's a city, so there's gonna be alleyways. There's gonna be different roads. Uh, as you look around, there is one continuous road on the outside. It's like a circle around the city uh, that connects each individual roadway that goes out of the city. Uh, but there's individual roadways that you can sneak through and uh, make your way through. However, they are looking at you from the top of a massive structure in the center of the city. So they will. So even if you were to sneak around, you'd be able to use the terrain to your advantage, but you would still have there would still be areas where they'd be able to detect you. Um, and I'll throw down a uh, pass without trace, too. So. Okay. Can I have beep and or sneak or stealth? 
Well, that's what everyone's doing. Um, well, yeah. Do so we need to roll like a group stealth check? I would like everyone to roll. If we're going to be sneaking, I'd like everyone to roll a group stealth check. Um, Thaddeus, just for record, is going to pull the cloak over his head and go full speed. <laughs> okay, well, then I'll need you. Then you're just an automatic success, then. I rolled a nat 20. Oh, nice. So add, make, sure one, you, make sure you add, ooh, make sure you add 10 to 15. your... Add, add 10. 25. Um, pass without a trace, so add 10. 16 plus uh, 26. Alright, uh, Ornthalis. This guy's fucking struggling today. Uh, that's an 18 for him. Uh, Celica. Hey, that's a pretty natural 20. It's a, it's a, it's a half moon. Or not half moon, but a crescent moon. Um, so that's a natural 20 for, for Celica, which is a... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alrighty then. That's a. Can you roll another nat one. No, no, no. Celica, uh, that he has a plus ten to stealth, so that's a forty. Damn. Oh boy. That would be the highest I've ever rolled for 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 a character. Wow. Uh, so forty for stealth, uh, but there was a natural one for Ori, so that does those do cancel out. Uh, I needed a I need a stealth check for Alara. Is she Lexi? Are you here? I could like. What is her stealth? Do you know? I, I know. I think she went to just rest for a moment. Okay. I think she got a headache or something. Yeah. I will uh, tell you. Oh, I can. If she, it's fine. I can roll for her. It's no big deal. Yeah. Um. Oh, she. Yeah. Yeah. She. What is going on? Roll twenty, please. Thank you. Um, okay, Alara. Kind of a bitch, dude. This is, uh, it's, that's, a, that's a dirty 20. That's a success for her. Um, but she never... Okay. Um, uh, so we're going to roll a perception check for the closets. With advantage because there's uh, hundreds of them. As you start to look, they're they're everywhere. They're all over the city. They're like not in the area that you're in, but they are all over the ceiling of this city, which is about a thousand feet up. And they are just all just crawling along, uh, doing whatever they're being told to do. Um, so two natural twenty. So the DC will be. DC's going to be 18. So 23, 24, which is a third. So 33, 34, 29, uh, 26 with a natural one, two natural 20s. You guys are able to traverse through the city without being seen by these hundreds of little demonic creatures. Uh, quietly making your way through. Uh, you get about here to where you can look down into the southern road towards Dungalir and you immediately spot thousands upon thousands of undead goblins and demonic creatures 
ranging from Vrox. Uh, you see a few of those bowl-like um, demon uh, demons that you guys fought in the uh, Rania Trench that seem to be acting as generals. Uh, you see the occasional uh, demon walking out of these open portals that are in that that are in the ziggurat itself, and they're coming out of the basement. You would immediately guess that these are the Naldoral is now infested with demons. Um, so you're 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 making your way through, uh, making your way to the northeast northeastern road. Um, you have to cross a road. Where you have to cross the the main stretch of road here, uh, and immediately you notice will look to be undead trolls, like cave trolls, starting to wander your way. Uh, and all of you are able to, with the stealth checks, you're able to duck into the next, in, in, like into the next alleyway, and watch them walk by. One of them, like, looks over in your general direction, goes, huh? Oh. And just keeps walking. You see flesh starting to fall off its undead body. Um, and you see on top of its shoulder a little closet going, like, barking orders in Abyssal. Do any of you know Abyssal? Nope. I thought one person did. It might be Alan. That sounds like an Alan type of language to know. No, he knows Infernal. Was it? Can you check Alara's character sheet? Because I think she might know this. Uh, I, I don't remember. She, I, I'm so bad at memory. I thought we had one person who knew it. She she knows she knows common goblin, uh, druidic, and infernal. So no. Okay. So it was, it was in, infernal. That was what I was thinking of. Yeah, we have three people in the party that know infernal. Doesn't Ornthalus know Abyssal? Y'all should have varied it up a little. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. well, oh, blame it on everybody else. Well, I'm, I'm a celestial guy here. <laughs> Listen, I may be a demon, but that doesn't mean I speak of this. <laughs> you're a devil. Yeah, that's not, hey, look, you're a demon. I don't blame you. you have, I blame the people who chose it. <laughs> you, have, you have infernal background, not a demonoid background, by the way. Tieflings are, are infernal. So. Your, you shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I said I didn't blame you. Devil's you're born man. with it. Um, Ornthalus does not know Abyssal. He knows, like, every other language in the book, but uh, he doesn't know Abyssal. It's a shame we don't have a warlock with the thing that makes them just know how to read all languages. It's a shame we don't have HP Lovecraft on our team. Oh. You know who does know Abyssal? The little dwarven guy. He knows he, he knows Abyssal and Infernal. He, he will hear it and go, uh-uh. He's just barking orders and tell him to keep walking. Uh, something about my our 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 gracious lady will be disappointed if we don't if we don't finish on time. Uh, looking to march north. Something about marching north. I don't know. But he can only gauge mm. that. 
he rolled a, he rolled a bit of a shit perception check uh, for what he needed to hear the full full uh, monologue of that little quasi demon. Um, but all of you are able to sneak quietly through Nal Doral. It takes about an hour to fully sneak your way through to the north uh, east road. As soon as you get make it to the gates of the northeast road, you notice undead dwarves uh, who are monitoring the hallway. You notice a few larger uh, you, you notice Balgura demons. These like ape-like tough looking uh, uh, demons like picking picking like undead uh, these undead dwarfs up and like if they if they fall down, he picks them up and like throws them a little bit to keep keep them working. Uh, they are in your way, um, so I'm gonna need everyone to make another another uh, stealth check if you want to get around them. Uh, Pass without trace is up to one hour, so it's just getting to the end of of, of it. So you would 18. still you would still have the plus ten. Thirty two. Fourteen. That's a 39 for Celica. I rolled a 19. 38. Or 37, I mean. 25 for Ornthalus. Alan rolled a... <laughs> Alan rolled a 16. Um, natural 20 for Alara. These dice can roll... All right, so it's a it's a thirty-two for Alara. Um, oh boy. Okay, so the DC is gonna be to be seventeen. So pass, barely pass, pass, pass. Um, did a uh, Ori roll? Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, that's his fail. Um, everyone else, uh, Alan also failed. Okay, so all of you get low, and there's some, like, there's, like, supplies and boxes, like, stacked up near the gate. Uh, you're able to, like, sneak through and uh, get by uh, your giant group for somehow is able to sneak past these these giant like uh, demon like creatures and they're all very aware and looking and they're they ruled really high for their perception um, but you just barely make it through uh, to where you make it to this opening right here inside of it is just a open cavern filled with war supplies. You see weapons, explosives. Um, you see ballistas and cannons. You see uh, staffs with like magical abilities. Uh, you see chests filled to the brim with like what seem to be these coins. Um, hard to tell what they are from here. Uh, but there is, in the center of this giant room, is a one of those horned devil-like creatures that you fought in, uh, 
in the trench that almost grabbed Zane and took him away. Um, if you want a reminder what they look like, I can grab them real quick. Uh, upon seeing all of these weapons, uh, Elka is going to once again... Like one of these things. Ask about the sword. Okay, you're you, you're gonna want to you're gonna want someone to cast uh, cast a spell in front of a bunch of demons. No, never mind. Okay. Ornthalus will do it. He's ready. He's ready to. He's ready to throw down. Uh, but I don't. I don't know if we're ready to take on a bunch. It's up to you guys. Um. Uh. You do make it here, though. Uh, if you want to make a perception check to see if you see anything that looks like shards of blades, you can. Uh, I'll do that. Okay. 16. There's a lot of blades around here. It's it's hard to... Yeah, it's... With, with a 16, it's just... There's nothing you can really gauge from that. Um... As you sneak across, your uh, I'll use using your previous stealth checks so that way you can still use pass without a trace. The Balor demon um, guarding this treasure, this uh, weapons hoard, uh, does not see you as you cross through, uh, cross past the wide open archway. That uh, what you could probably gauge to be used to be some sort of armory for the dwarves back in the day. Um, but you make your way just to the other side. And at this point, all of you are starting to get tired. It has been a long day of sneaking. Um, however, you do have demons right behind you within within a, a dangerous pace. Uh, do you want to continue forward and into the night a little bit? Or do you or into what you perceive as the night a little bit? Or do you want to just try to uh, sneak a uh, rest in here? I'd like to find some more sleeper. Deal. Okay. Um, I'm going to need everyone to make a constitution saving throw. As you continue walking. Ah. You can make it to the center. Nat 20. Oh, I got 10. I rolled a 2, but I have a plus 8. Alara rolled 1. Alara rolled really well. Oh, wow. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20 here, too. Alan rolled dirty one. Dirty one. Dirty one. Uh, you uh, are a dirty one. Was it was it two negative one? I rolled natural twenty. Uh, Alan did, so that's he's fine. Alara rolled a rolled a what's her con? So that's a twenty one. She's good. Um, Ornthalus rolls a fourteen. He's not good. Uh, Selica's fine. Okay, so anybody rolled below fifteen, you you take a uh, a point of exhaustion. Thaddeus, you don't take more than one. Uh, natural one is rough, but it's uh, you're just really really tired by the time you set up camp and you pass out. Um, Where do you uh, mark those? Uh, there should be a. You might have to turn it on in your I'll turn settings. it on. I'll turn it on for you. Like, just let me do it real quick. It goes under 
I don't know why it's in not... middle yeah. where your armor class and stuff is. It's under that that whole box. Like... Oh, what the frick just happened? I'm 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 changing things. Don't worry. Uh, where oh where is it? Yeah, but you woke me up from my sleep with that. Well, good. Show exhaustion tracking. Said my there it drunken is. stupor, but so exhaustion is now there. So yeah, you have you have a point of exhaustion. Okay. So okay. you uh, and unfortunately, uh, the fact that you th that you uh, you chose to wander on into majority of your night, those who didn't make the Constitution saving throw uh, will have to keep their exhaustion until the next day. Um. You'll get your long rest, but it won't count towards getting rid of exhaustion. So, um... I'm gonna drink poison. I mean, wine. <laughs> so, uh... Good there. Oh, wait. Is that Beatrice that did that? Yeah, no, that's Thaddeus. Uh, okay. Maybe... So, uh, you rest for the night. Is uh, anybody staying up for watch? Oh, um, actually, can I put up a Lehman's tiny hut? Yes, you can. Uh, unfortunately, uh, can you tell me how many people can fit in that? Not all, all of them. We've all fit into it before. Right. Well, well I think we have more people now. You have two extra people now. Oh, yeah. So, I get. Wait, can, can I... Okay question if two people take watch mm -hmm. can like two people then leave the hut and then new two people come in yes that's fine but it'll be uh you have to understand you're uh, you're basically sleeping as like a pretzel uh when you're inside this hut because that many people uh it's it's pretty cramped so it will we'll take a bit of it will pay, take a bit of uh, finagling, but yeah, you could probably take care of that. I well, I mean, as long as Ori isn't in it, I think we're fine. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> I, Ori, I think, did you took a point of exhaustion, or did you roll high enough? I got a dirty 20. Oh, yeah, you're fine. Then. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. So, yeah, I'll just, I'll use Lehman's Tiny Hut, and okay. whoever, whoever took exhaustion can go in it, I guess. I, I'll have beep. Okay. Actually, no. I think Beep has to stay in it. So. Beep has to stay in it. Yes, he does. Yeah, so Beep can't leave. So, uh, okay. Uh, Ornthalus will stay up for watch since he rolled high enough <coughs> for first watch. Uh, anybody else want to join him or are you just going to leave him to it? Uh, I'll join him. Okay. So. Yeah, get out of here. I changed my mind. <laughs> Ro roll a perception check then, Ori. Thirty twenty. It's also a it's a, a thirty for Ornthalos for perception. I give him disadvantage by trying to distract him. Still a thirty. <laughs> he has plus fourteen. I rolled a six. I, I rolled a uh, rolled a sixteen. As my lowest, I rolled a 16, 17. Um, okay. Um, first, first watch, you are keeping a constant eye on that hallway as to where all the demons were, and you don't see any movement uh, from all of your uh, 
for all of your stay or all of your uh, all of your time being awake. Uh, there we go. So uh, you, your watch goes off without much issues. Who's gonna take second watch of any? Anybody? Anyone taking second watch? Looks like Todd up there is passed out from exhaustion. <laughs> I can uh, use the second watch. Okay. So just roll perception check. I'm, I'm role playing. <laughs> uh, 14. 14. Uh, you do notice a few of the closets start to crawl on the ceiling into this like center chamber. And the chamber around you, you haven't really noticed it. Uh, is really just a giant like you think at one time it was maybe like a, a place where like soldiers were like a barracks almost uh, you see if uh, the occasional stone house that or stone building that's quite large um, but you do notice like remnants of what used to be camps uh, in the area so maybe a place for the soldiers to camp out but uh, you look and you see closets starting to roll on the uh, uh, roll onto the ceiling. Uh, they do not see you because I rolled a natural two, um, and they just continue on their their way, no problem. Uh, second watch goes off without much issue, other than the closets. Who is going to take third watch? Um, I'm exhausted, but I. Okay. Well, yeah, you have gotten your you go you have gotten your long rest after two two watches. So, if you wanted to wake up, you can. You're just tired, so you so your ability checks would be rolled at disadvantage. Oh yeah. So if you want to wake up and make a perception check, you can. I'll take that. Okay. Holy sh! I didn't even, I even notice the roll until I looked up. Uh, yeah, damn. All right. I, uh, yeah, you notice the closets running on the ceiling, going back towards the corridor, and they're going up to the northern corridor from where you're looking. Uh, they roll stealth check for me, Weaver. They do not see you uh, barely. Oh, you rolled sorry, disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they don't see you. Okay, yeah. They rolled a 10. Um, so they continue on, no problem. They don't see you. You're you're keeping the fire low, so and they're used to seeing flashes of fire because of the, the nature of who what they are. Uh, so the, the little bitty, itty-bitty flame of your campfire doesn't bother them much. Uh, third watch goes off without any issue, and you guys wake up for a uh, with a long rest. Those, uh, again, those are still... Those are exhausted, so I'll have the exhaustion level for the day. Um, but, let's see here. Is it? Uh, can exa can a uh, greater restoration get rid of exhaustion? I thought it, yeah. It did. You can reduce the target's exhaustion level by one. Yeah, I can. But it's kind of a bad use of greater restoration. Yeah, not if your name is yeah. not if your name is Alan and you have three level five spell slots. 
Yeah, uh, I was true. gonna say more for the uh, the gold cost, but oh yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, uh, where uh, diamond dust? How much does Alan have? I know he has some. I mean, I have it, but it's you know it's mostly for uh, uh, revives. Uh, Alan has enough diamond dust for ten greater restorations. Still, who left? His computer must have shit it, shit the bed again. Uh, yeah, Alan's tired of being exhausted, so he's gonna he's gonna cast greater restoration on himself. Um, and then he'll look at everyone else. Who all is exhausted? Ra ra raise a hand. Not I. Uh, I'll play that, sir. I'll, I'll pitch in at least one of them. Um. To... No, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. No, let let the not... let the overpowered NPC take care of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thaddeus Sterling of the House of Sterling. Yeah, oh God, here we the, go let again. The, let the DM self insert do it. Yep. <laughs> this is oh, not the DM self insert. This is this <laughs> is the old man that wanted to be left alone that you guys persuaded to come with. Fuck off. Hey, he a lot like you, I don't know. <laughs> you have multiple self-inserts. I would have been a vampire. <laughs> uh, he'll he'll walk up and cast Greater Restoration on Elka and Weavra. And then look at Thaddeus and go, Alright. And use a six-level spell slot to cast Greater Restoration on Thaddeus. Whoa! So the exhaustion is gone. I feel fresh. Wow, that was actually kind of refreshing. Being exhausted. Uh, so being exhausted was refreshing. That makes a lot of sense. So you wake up. You do have a long rest. Those that were uh, exhausted now because of the spells are uh, no longer have exhaustion. Um, and uh, moving forward, you would guess that. Uh, you know that going north would not be in your best interest. Uh, Ornthalus continues to guide you through the right corridors. And he's like, well, I think I remember that. And he does remember that because that's a really fucking high roll. What is that? That's an 18 plus uh, for recollection would be, in, would be history. So yes, the answer is yes. 18 plus 16 is a 34. Um, Okay, so he's gonna continue to guide you, and he's like, "Wait," and he'll point, and you'll see this glowing blue section of room to your left, and uh, he's like, "That's the crypt. This is where we need to be careful. I know we've been careful a bunch, but if uh, those if those sentries see us, we're dead, very dead. So we pass without trace help again here." Yes, absolutely. I think everyone will stealth check. <laughs> I'm going to pull my cloak over. Okay. So as you guys get close, you do see these two giant stone statues that have ruby eyes. And they're like, you see like these rays of light guiding, like, like panning 
through uh, pan panning through the corridor and just looking looking every which direction. Um, you do notice uh, you do you do notice uh, that the eyeballs are sticking closer to the gate than they are the actual corridor, but they do occasionally like the little red shimmer of light goes up into the corridor and looks around occasionally, and it's almost as if like it. Anything inside that ray, they can see. Uh, looking inside the room, you see this just labyrinth of tombs in front of you, uh, with a with a strange hue of blue glowing. You assume it's probably crystal. Um, Thaddeus, you would roll with advantage because you are you have your you're invisible. Uh, it's 22 for Alara. Uh, <laughs> two 11. Like nice. Two 21s. Okay. Because of Pass Without Trace, you get plus 10. Uh, that's a 19 for Anthalus. Salica, that's a 38. I just want to point out that because of Pass Without Trace, a 2 from Beep turned into a 20. Nice. Pretty good. Go to your jail, stupid D20. That's another nat that's a natural one for Alan. So, nice. uh... His stealth nice is... Nice going, you, Alan. Uh, he's gonna use a reaction actually when he realize so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it narratively uh, all of you start to walk past and Alan thinking he's stealth will start to walk and he doesn't get as low as everyone else you start to but all of you start to wander by these the gazing like light rays of these ruby eyes that are, that are detecting through this hallway and you see Alan get immediately hit with that light ray uh, with a natural one. However, Alan realizes this and you just see him disappear. Vanish. And uh, the sentries will stop and look where Alan was and you'll see the, the two light beams just focus in. Alan needs to roll a dexterity saving throw. Uh... Just barely makes the save. Uh, you notice the light, the red lights go from go from a red hue to a green hue, and you watch the center, uh, like the wall on the other side of this corridor, disappear and disintegrate. Yep. Uh, and Alan like shows up on the other side as you all like quickly walk past it, and uh, he you just. You just see him like appear, like apparate, like oh, my God, my mom taught me how to do that when I was a kid. That was sucked so bad. Yes, this one would not have enjoyed the process of bringing you back. Yeah, that would have not been pleasant. But and you'll like as as you all get around the corner, you'll see the light rays shoot towards shoot towards the corridor that all of you are standing in. Uh, and like 
look in that general direction, but just stay there, and eventually they start panning around again, randomly. You successfully snuck past the ruler's resting place. I forgot that you had passed without a trace as a druid, but... <laughs> with, with the rolls that all of you had, you guys would have failed so hard without Pass Without a Trace. That saved all of your asses. <laughs> I was holding on to it just long enough to where it's like, okay, this is probably where I want to start casting that. So the, D the DC was 18. Was, and all of you would have failed <laughs> except for except for Elka and Zane and uh, Celica so yeah that would have that would have been really bad really fast um, but anyways continuing on uh, <laughs> guiding you through uh, guiding you through the corridors you make it to about here where it's uh where you do notice a uh, what looks to be a giant, like almost like a mayor's mansion carved out of stone, uh, just kind of in the middle of, of nowhere, and here in this dwarven, in these through these dwarven tunnels, uh, it is seemingly abandoned, but you do see inside a single candle lit in the hall or in the uh, in like the living area. You guys want to do anything with that, or? Thaddeus. Go take, a, go take a look at that. Did you describe that again, please? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, this looks like a mayor, like a like a giant, like a two-story, two, maybe a three-story, but a two-story mayor's mansion-like building made out of stone, carved into the side of the wall. Uh, mostly, it looks mostly abandoned. However, there is a single candlelight uh, on in the living area. Uh, inside of this building. Okay. Is the candle... There you go, ahead. I'm going to pull my cloak, and I'm going to slowly advance, checking for traps, and hey. using every... Make an every investigation check. ability I have. Make an investigation check, checking for traps. Uh, what were you going to ask, Nate? Uh, I'm going to see what he does first. Okay. So, 11. Uh, you're stealthing, mind you, whenever you're stealthing normally outside of combat, uh, you're basically uh, nothing. Uh, you, have boot, you have boots of elven kind, which give you, make your step silent, and you have a cloak of invisibility, which is essentially giving you greater invisibility anytime you want it. Um, I also have trap sense. What does that do? Uh... What level are we? We're 10. We're 10, so it would be plus 3. Plus 3, so 14. That does change things. Uh, just slightly. Uh, you're walking up, and you do notice a tripwire at the front door. Um, you, are you trying to go inside the house, or are you just trying to peek in to see what who's in there? Uh, well, I guess based on what I see, is, would it be easier for me to dismantle the trap and try to go inside or can I get a peek through the window and still remain stealth 
I'm going to say make an insight check. Trying to gauge which situation would be easier and or better for yourself. Um, 15. You peek in the window, you see nobody inside except for this little flicker of a candlelight. Um, Ouch, god damn it. Don't touch the candle. No, my friend, that's why yeah. I don't touch the candle, yeah. <laughs> I think Todd lit the black flame candle. Um, but... No, a virgin lit the black flame candle. Oh my god. But, uh, you, uh, you gauge that it might be worth... It might be worth... If you were, or okay, if you were to dismantle the trap and make your way in, the chances of you finding out who's in there is 100%. More than likely. Uh, okay. how, however... You can't say 100% and then more than likely. Uh, so we'll, we'll give it a 95%, alright? We'll, <laughs> you know, whatever. 99.9% .9 chance you'll find out if anybody's actually in there. Um, I'm... I'm going to dismantle the trap. Okay, roll a thieves tool check. And you have those gloves on as well. The, that gives you plus five to your roll. What I think. Five. Yep. I gave Todd the tools of the trade to make him OP. So. And it's dexterity, right? <laughs> yes. So it's a it, add your dexterity or add your dexterity bonus. Yeah, there you go. Thieves tool. So five plus zero plus so plus five. That's uh, 25. Uh, you're able to look, study the trap, and realize that the uh, the tripwire is attached on the other side of the, uh, on the inside of the door. You notice that it's leading to the inside of the door. You creak the door open slightly, uh, and you're able to see a hanging, swinging, double-sided axe that's that's hanging on a uh, on a trigger. That would hit hey, Ori, you. Come here. That would that would. We going old school in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, that would that would that would hit you pretty much square in the face if you walk through and trip the wire. Um, but you're able to cut the wire, uh, and with a twenty-five, able to cut. You're able to cut the wire and then catch the axe before it, it drops to the ground, and you're able to slip inside the door uh, with your stealth and uh, your ability to. Uh, your ability to, to creep around. However, catching the axe, I am going to need you to make a athletics or acrobatics check to see if you actually firmly grab onto the axe before it hits the ground. Firmly grasp. Firmly grasp it in your hands. Firmly grasp it. Uh, God, that, it's just, it, there's certain trigger phrases for this generation. I'm so glad that some of you guys recognized it. Uh, we're all brainwashed. <laughs> Maybe it's the way you're dressed. Was I able to get a good grip on the shaft? Yes. <laughs> I bet you did get a good grip on the shaft. Uh, yeah, so Given that you're gay, you're probably used to it. Oh my god, stop. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so... like you're from like the 20s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The Brooklyn Dodgers are taking on the Red Sox. <laughs> and he grabbed the shaft. He must be one of those. Welcome to Diamond City. Okay. Um. <laughs> I, I have this weird flashback. Like that's soft. Okay. <laughs> okay. Zach is just, just trying to think about how far we've come. He can't kick us off this, off this channel. 
Jack, he took a soft swing at that. It looked like the bat was a little loose in his hand. Uh, with, with, with a 20, you drop it because you, you, you've continued on. No, I'm kidding. Uh, with, a, with, a, with a 20, you're able, to you're able to grab the axe before, just barely before it hits the ground. However, Why do you cut your leg off? However, as you grab the axe, you immediately notice a another trap. Uh, that you did not notice with your uh, investigation. Um, and as you grab the axe, you step on a loose floorboard and you immediately you immediately get hit. Well, you're invisible, so I will be ruling with this advantage. Okay. You see... You see two more axes swing sideways and try to hit you in the chest. However, they trigger... Uh, but you're able to duck down below just just enough. They miss you barely. Um, and immediately you hear inside, uh, who's there? I, I don't, I don't want any, I don't want any trouble. Hello, this is, this is Daddy Sterling. Where, where are you? Uh, wait. In the house of Sterling? Do, do I hear where this is coming from? Uh, it's mu you hear a very muffled well, yeah. talking. It's kind of hard to hear from where you're at. Uh, we're here to protect you. We're here to protect you. Yeah, we're here to save your arse. Make a persuasion check. That is. Do you have money? God, it just went. Can I do it? Can Robin. Oh, can I you made me roll a fucking two, you bitch. I'm here to. I'm, oh, act I'm actually here to rob you. Real quick, um, because I had, um. Beep, do a persuasion check through, um, through uh, Clovis. Can I do one as well? Um, Zach? I, I, so here's the problem. Uh, <laughs> I, the person who's interacting with this situation is Thaddeus. Uh, okay, fair enough. All of, all of you are outside. You hear the traps. Oh, swing. right. You hear the trap. Uh, look, it's 10. <laughs> I forgot. Um, do I get a comfy cat bonus? No. <laughs> the uh, comfy cat bonus. With your nine, <laughs> that's um, gonna be that's gonna be put on every D and D from now on. With a nine, you see a dagger flying your way. <laughs> that's the second natural twenty I've rolled at disadvantage. Um, does a since you're invisible, it does go at disadvantage. Does sixteen hit you, Todd? Uh. Uh, my armor class is a 60. So it hits it. Beats it beats it. Beats it. So you blind throw out of this dark room. You see a dagger just all of a sudden sticking in your arm. You take a. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, you, you, take you have uncanny dodge, so you take half. That's fine. Um, I haven't given you the damage yet. You take four points of piercing damage and 12 points of poison damage. Uh, uh, don't I have a... You have, you have Uncanny Dodge, which which reduces damage by half. Right, but also I have... Don't I have poison resistance because I'm into poison? I don't think so. I don't think you've ever gotten poison resistance. 
Todd's just making stuff up. He also played. He's also played multiple characters that he that that gets jumbled up in his mind about who's who. So I don't know if any of his other characters have poison resistance. I that's think, what you're I think of? Futures did have poison resistance. Okay. Yeah. No, you do not have poison resistance. Uh, okay. But you can't. You do have uncanny dodge. So half a sixteen is a uh, nine points of damage. Make a Constitution saving throw. I'm making a lot of saving throws. You're solo missioning yourself into a into an unknown house. Uh, nineteen. Helps right now. Yeah, nineteen. You're fine. Um, you get stuck and immediately you get stuck with the blade and the blade stop. She's like, don't come, don't come any further. And as as you look closer into the room, you see a halfling man. Uh, not at least he looks halfling at first. He has a bare. He has a shaved face. Um short like high cut brown hair uh he has uh like kind of a kind of a bluish cloak over his shoulder and he's wearing like these uh these black like a black uh button-up shirt a half like a almost like a, a polo but not with a but without the collar um and uh he looks relatively young as you look closer to him his facial features are not that of a halfling. They are that of a dwarf. And he looks young in the face. And he's like, I, I whoever you are, I'll, I'll, Th Thaddeus, is that your name? I'll, I'll kill you if you come in here. Sir, sir, we're here to protect you. We were sent to protect you. I don't believe that bullshit. Going? Nobody is going on. They love enough. At, at this point, the, you do. At this point, you do hear the voice coming out of the in, house. In the name of the House of Sterling, in the honor of my father and my grandfather, who was a vampire, I just found out. We are here. On you might peace that. To protect you, I probably should have left out the vampire <laughs> part. <laughs> wait, 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 are, wait, are you? Are you? Wait, you're invisible. Are you? Are Are you a vampire? No, no. Uh, He's holding he's, out a hand. Or he's axe. walking in at this point. I don't know. Whenever he gets there, he's as he says, "Are you a vampire?" Or you walk through. He's like, "Oh shit!" And he throws the axe at you. Catch? Are you catching it? No, because it's a natural twenty. Um, <laughs> but I might roll higher or a nat twenty as well. <laughs> if I get a nat twenty, can I catch it? No, because it's an attack, Nate. You know how okay, this. Okay. You know how I, mean, this works. I just thought it'd be really funny if I caught it and I threw it back. <laughs> no, he hits you. Cool, Zachary. It's real. Oh. No. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, you take you take twenty points of uh, twenty points of uh, slashing damage as this axe just like glances over your shoulder. And you're like, you just like. It, like starts to get stuck and then bounces off because your muscles are too big. He's like, I, I don't want to be. Please, I, uh, I'm gonna I'm fucking catch it and throw it at him now. Okay, so you, you grab it and throw it back at him. Roll, roll an attack. I'm gonna try to throw it next to him. You're gonna try, so you're not trying to hit him. Like as close as I can get. Okay, so since you're trying to throw it, the DC, so the AC is gonna be higher, uh, and if you roll below the AC, you're there's a chance that it will hit him. So go ahead and roll. Please don't okay. kill him. He's probably a necessary NPC. Roll an attack. And tell me what you get. 
This is okay. uh, uh, what am I uh, just plus plus, plus six? your plus your decks. Oh, deck. Okay, it's, okay. A it's a it's a range weapon. Nat twenty, baby, twenty-two. Actually, I should, should I should I think I might not. It's just twenty-two. I'm pretty sure. No, no, it's just yeah, it's just. Your... I'm trying not. To... Uh, yeah, you get you. His face is already well shaved, but if he had if he had a beard, he would have shaved him more. Um, uh, the the axe just like flies within an, within a half an inch from his face and land and lands on the other side. He's like, oh, oh, please, I, I can catch. What, what do you want? I I'm just I just I'm just I'm just here observing the. I'm just here to observe the ruler's resting place. I should have never come down this far. Ruler. Resting place. Yeah, the the, the the tomb right right up there, and he'll point from the way that you came. I don't want to okay. get too close. The sentries will get it. What? What? What's what? your name? Um, uh, what? Whatever you ask someone their name, you give you give them your name first. I told you I'm Thaddeus Sterling of the House of Sterling. Uh, Is that really part of a house? You got kicked out. Stop talking about me getting kicked out, please. I heard you call yourself a vampire. You probably should have done that. Yeah, that was dumb of me, okay? Even though I don't, you're kind of a vampire, but, I think. But you threw something at this gentleman, and we don't even know who he was. Now, Granny, you threw you something at me. I don't, even, I don't know him. He well, doesn't we know me. Well, we broke into his house. He, 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 like... It's not his house. He's exploring. He panics and... He, argue he, like a married couple. He's, he pan As you guys are arguing, he panics and picks up the uh, the throwing axe again and points it at both of you. I don't... Uh, I don't know who you are. Uh, they, I would try to grapple him. Make, make an athletic check. How far away is he? Uh, from, like, 30 feet. Okay. I'm gonna pull out a piece of cheese and go, Would you like... Uh, Elko's uh, gonna pop in and look at what's going on. Thirty. And then turn around. Thirty for and athletics. Away. Okay. What is this? What is his acrobatics? Oh shit! That's right. He's a dexterous little fucker. He also he, he also rolled thirty. So roll again. Okay. Uh, Thirty-three. Uh, he rolled a thirty-one, um, so you just barely beat him. Uh, as 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 you're getting close, you're like, "Stay, stay back!" And you just you just lunge and grab him. Uh, he tries to he tries to like jump out of your arms, but you're <laughs> you grab him, and Alara's still on your horns. Um, and as you grab him, he's like, "Wait, there's another one!" Okay, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm timing up. Hog tie. Okay. Uh. Elka, you walk into uh, Ori grappling and hog tying this little dwarf, dwarven man. Ori's just on his knees hog tying this little guy. <laughs> I just, I, don't eat me, please. He just it's says like a dead pan face. What are hey, you guys? start a fire. No. <laughs> what are you doing? He started throwing it's... shit at us. Is he hogtied? Yeah, he's he's probably with, with that with that athletic shape. Right, I'm gonna carry him around like a handbag. <laughs> okay. Like a little like uh, 
like a basket or something. A roll. Do you guys even know who he is? Roll, roll a d12 oh, yeah. for me, Nate. A what? A d12. Okay. A three. You hear one of his wrists pop as you pick him up. He takes three points of uh, of bludgeoning damage. I thought he was like dislocating his like wrist or something. <laughs> Unless that's what he's actually doing. Alpha I don't know. Seems more concerned with throwing items at us than trying to talk to us. I just, I, I, you broke in. I told you to just look, Thaddeus. I just, I just, I am looking. I just looked through the you were, why door didn't you, that I opened. Why didn't you come back and tell us what was going on? So, when have I come back and told anybody anything? No, except rafters. I'll make a perception check. Thirty twenty. Uh. You notice as he's slipping his wrist out of the hog tie. I just want, I just want, I just want to like, let go, please. Or he's getting out. They're uh, hugging him. Uh, no. <laughs> Roll another d12. Not... Let's, uh, let's six. Just, is there a chair or something? Six more points of damage. Uh, no, oh, this room, this room is empty. Hey, hey, just relax. I'm not going to hurt you. You could be dangerous. Just what? He's he needs to. I'm a loose. Needs to roll. I'm loosening him up. Needs to roll a constitution. Yeah, he needs to roll a constitution saving throw at that point. You are you are a 500 pound menace, uh, grappling a guy. Just gonna put him on the ground. uh, As you put him on the ground, he is now unconscious. Fuck. When you well, say unconscious, is he breathing? He is breathing. Yeah. Uh, he has. He's not unconscious as in he's at zero. He is just unconscious. Well, let's find something to tie him to. Does this place have rafters or something? Uh, or like there, a chandelier? There's not much oak. in here anymore, um, but you do, like, there's, like, wooden support beams throughout the house. Is this just like a one room house or is there more, are there more rooms? There's, there's a staircase that goes upstairs. Uh, I'm going to hang them. But it's two, it's it's a central foyer where the stairs are that go up and then there's two wings on each side that are large, like grand rooms. Probably clear the house, but if he's been here for a while, probably get everyone else in here. From the support beam. Okay. Thaddeus, can you go get everyone else? He's still unconscious. Yes, I'm gonna pop through uh, the door and holler for everybody else. Is he, is he breathing? No. Did you say he was? Shallow breaths. Yes. I must. I'm gonna give him a few slaps to the face. Not like a hard, but like like pats. Evra, hey. I need you inside quickly, please. He's quickly. still asleep. He's out. Way older. Quickly, please. Alan walks in. And he's like, "Oh, what the hell?" I, uh, I don't know. I walked in. They're tying this guy up, and then now he's unconscious. Why do? Why is it every time we find a stranger in a strange place, you're we have a vicious propensity to either kill them or knock them out? It's just Those these two. Big words for you. That's a big word for you, Alan. I'm well. Mostly well read. <laughs> can I? Can I have? I'm gonna have beep and uh, <laughs> beep and Clovis come in, and Clovis is just gonna be like, 
Well, with how much I like tying people up, I'd be thinking you're into some weird stuff. Well, we snows that time. <laughs> That's just the point. I understand the point, but it's not the time. That's for later in the evening. No, not for me. Uh, you see Celica and uh, and Ornthalus walk in. Like, Ornthalus is like, wow. Handy work there, big fella. Who's that? Celica, do you know this dwarf? No. Uh, it's He's just a young bitch. I don't know. Like candy in him and like hit him with like sticks. Okay. I wanted, can somebody make sure he's not dead? He's not. He's, uh, he's no longer breathing. What? I am gonna... Hold on, hold uh, on. I just took an ACL. You, call 911. <laughs> you, grab an AED. I'm going to start compressions on his chest. Randall's cast power word kill on Thaddeus. Thank God. Um, <laughs> no more House of Sterling. The bloodline blood ends, ends here. <laughs> What's the number for 911? <laughs> um, I, I was half-spaced, but would I have gotten in there by the time he was kaput? Or... He's... You would have walked in as you, you being the observant one, you would have noticed his body go like, take one deep inhale and then slump. Um, Save this man. What's it? Actually, tied him too tight. He broke something, I think. Do we want are, this one to. Are you thinking about it? Uh, you can make a medicine check if you want to see if he's still alive. Uh, I'll take you the 15. You can ask him if he was oh, yep, sorry. friendly? Uh, no, it is. For an I'm still at disadvantage with the exhaustion. Uh, so no, you, you got greater restoration. We all healed that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, can I help? You, you put your hand... Yeah, how are you going to help? Uh, I'll check for a pulse. Check for pulse. Okay, you can roll. You can roll with advantage then. Uh, I guess technically we'll just take the roll that you did. Yeah. Um. So the fifteen works. Uh. You put your hand on his chest, uh, Vivra, and you. After about thirty seconds, you do feel his heartbeat, and the uh, same goes for you. Uh. Ori, you feel like just the little slightest beat of a heart and then his chest starts moving again. He succeeded on all of his death saving throws. Um, okay. Uh, I knew he wasn't dead because the cauterizing flame didn't appear. The ghostly flame didn't appear over his dead body. Yeah. Oh my god, that would have, that would have <laughs> not been good. Uh, but he is he is uh, he is now, uh, he is technically at zero. I've been rolling damage because of the internal bleeding that was given to him by Ori. Really I don't know why that? you're yelling at Ori. You have to know this is going to happen with any NPC that starts chucking things at him. It was really funny. It was funny. <laughs> I, Me, I'm enjoying this. Uh as 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 Nate's friend, I am thoroughly enjoying this. But as the DM, I'm like, God damn it, guys. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, so... This is all Ori. I took he, my hit. 
Like, he's probably an important NPC that would guide us to the Cordaeorum or wherever else the we have The only guy that knows, now he's dead. You instantly killed him? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, the quest is over, fuck. Ah, <laughs> oh, we broke the quest line! He was the Cordaeorum and you just fucking destroyed it. <laughs> it was the Cordaeorum we made There's gonna be like a little text that appears at the top of the screen, Skyrim style, like, quest failed. <laughs> We're gonna wake up in the back of a wagon. So... <laughs> Anyways, he's still he's still unconscious. He's alive, but he's unconscious. Can, can I heal him? Sure. Cool. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna put him on uh, twelve liters oxygen non rebreather and get a blood pressure EKG twelve lead. You're, you're not an artificer. I am. <laughs> an ar- hey, what if you made a bunch of healing equipment and just took over the role of the healer? Listen, I ain't no fucking alchemist, okay? You you can become the medic. Make the medigun. No, the medigun's belong to the alchemists. <laughs> Alright. Uh, here we go. I'll do that. Fuck it. We'll go to fourth level for this NPC. Okay. So roll, uh, it's a 29 points of healing. Uh, he, his eyes are, oh, and he realizes he's surrounded by people. He's like, what the, what, what is it? Who are you? Oh, calm down, calm would yourself. you? Calm down. We just healed you. What? We he's healed you. He's a giant brute. He doesn't mean harm most of the time. He's just a minotaur. It's just part of his personality. What are all like this? I need, say that. I need, um, <laughs> let's go with... Beep through through Clovis and Elka roll a persuasion check. I mean, we did literally just 21. heal him. Right, so the <laughs> DC is going to be lower. Cool, twenty three. He just kind of like looked. Oh, oh, okay. I, I, all right. Uh, who are you? Uh, wait. Someone asked me my. What is going on? My name is Elka. What is your name? Name. Right. My name is Harvin. Nice to meet all of you. Uh, You don't have to lie. What? Nothing. (laughs) What what are you doing? The demons, demons, wait, the... Yeah, there's a bunch of flying demons outside. Don't worry about it. If you sneak well enough, you'll avoid them. What are you doing down here? I, I was... Uh, my, my... My father's buried in the... In the tomb, um... So you just stay here alone? No, Are you talking I... about the tomb to the north? Yeah, yes. Ruler's resting Probably place. Probably passed it earlier. That's impressive. You didn't get zapped and destroyed by the the sentinels. Um, Since your father's buried there, if you went there, would you get zapped and destroyed? Pr- pr- probably. I'd I, recommend not going back up ruler? there. Uh, he was an oligarch, yes. Which I guess makes me an oligarch. Um, who are who are you people? We We call ourselves the Rot Bastards. And we're on a little search for a little something-something. 
little something, something. What, what are you looking for? A cordaeorum. His eyes get wide. Um, why are you looking would, for that? Uh, would you happen to know where we could find it? No. It's an important part of a like quest, don't you know? We're we're looking to help restore a city that's been devastated by blue dragons. We do and it for a good cause, you know. Uh, I'm sorry. I just, I uh, well, that's a shame. I, Cordiorum. Uh, I've heard about it, but never. I don't know where it is. Ori, is it? Are, hold on. Are we being are we being deceived right now? I, can I insight check him? But you beep and Elk can make insight checks. Yeah. I, I rolled an 18. Uh, give me a minute. Ori, he seems... 17. Confused. He seems confused about the Cordeon. Did you and I get involved again? Back off, Daddy. Go sit in the corner. Hang up from, like, a chandelier. Is he still hogtied? Did you guys untie him? Yeah, he's still hogtied, yeah. Is waterboarding okay. part of D&D? Sit up the chair. Get a bucket of water. <laughs> Get a bag. These are awful. I'm going to pull out a car battery. I'm going to put a bag of holding over his head. Huh? Oh, oh, my <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be brutal. Oh my god. Or is it Cordeum? That's a really fucking funny. That'd be so funny. <laughs> Would you like He's... a cigarette, old man? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> we need like an electric therapy with shocking grasp or something. Oh my God. It's, like that, it's like that GTA scene where we're like taking all the torture tool. It's okay. Who's got, I, who's got a, a mage's hand? No, I got this. I'm going to pull out Blap Blap and I'm going to put it above his knee. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, he seems very panicked. Uh, with with those insight checks, uh, he seems to be telling the truth, but there could be more to what he's saying. All right, tell us what you know. If you don't know where it is, what do you know about it? Uh, it's it's a it's a gem that's been passed down through the oligarchs. Uh, it I do know where it. I, I guess I kind of know where it is. Uh, at least I've heard stories about it. I was told about it when I was appointed as the new oligarch in my family's stead. Um, well, how about this? Maybe we can help you, but you can help us. Uh, Guide us to the Cordeorum, and we'll take you where you need to go. I, I, I don't know where the Cordeorum is. I just I know, know you don't know where it is, but guide us to your clue or whatever. All I know is that they keep it in the vault. Uh, just outside Which the one? city. The deeper vault. Where else? From one house to another house. Then take why don't you it. take us to your deeper vault or whatever? Pro we'll keep you safe, and we'll get you to your father's you, grave. You don't want... You, you don't want to... I, I, I just want to go out. It's Let's... not a matter of want. We need the Cordeor. Yes. We're trying to this save is... a city. A whole damn city. A, a whole world. The universe. Yeah. Why don't taken I over that, by I, taken over by dragons and dragoons? I, I, uh, I, wait, I, wait, 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 wait. So, is the do you think this like Earth planet that we're on is flat or is it a ball? Not right now. Thaddeus. Oh Jesus! Not right now, Thaddeus. 
You're gonna confuse the poor bastard. He's gonna roll a, consta a constitution saving Constitution. <laughs> his mind saving throw. Yeah, his, his mind fries. He's dead. God damn it! Did you uh, know, Harvin, that the world is on the back of a giant turtle? Which is also on, on the back of a giant <laughs> elephant. Which is on the back Poor of elephant. a giant mouse. He looks so confused. Uh, Let's not lie, Harvin. The world is flat and we know it. What? The world is a donut. I, 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 okay. I like the turtle thing. I've never been above surface, so I'll take your word for it. You want to come with us when we leave so you don't have to stay here alone? No, I have my own duties to... And what, would, and what would that be, cowering here in the dark? I came to pay respects to the the, the rulers of Arondor. You're but... Well, you you do your that chest. later. Right um, now, I'm going to level turn for your own safety. I was... I'm going to level with you here, bud. You're like the third person alive we've seen down here that's not a demon or the undead. I think you should probably leave with us. I, uh, I want more... to tell you this. There's not a lot of women down here that you can make babies with. Um, yeah, your prospects of procreation are pretty low. He looks very confused at the aspect of what whatever you're saying. I'm uh, also confused. <laughs> I, I, uh, it's all about oh. sex, baby. I, okay, uh, I already... Don't you know that according to Sigmund Freud? <laughs> I have a wife already. I don't know why you're... Where's your wife at, then? Back in, in the central city. Well, they don't exist anymore because... We don't know where the Cordeorum is to change the facts that happened prior, which made her go away. That's why we need you. What when was the last time you saw about? your wife? She's alive. What are you saying? I'm when, saying... Was when was the last time you saw your wife, sir? A week ago, back in the Central City. A week ago? Because like... we just came from... Is that Central City, Noel Doral? No. Oh, you, Which were, one is you, were, you were in Halderall. Why were you there? Uh, it was filled with demons, and yes. we do not recommend it. Yes, which is why which is why we closed off the gate to this road. We were also in Nentorum, but that was a whole different process. So you were in wait, you were in Nentorum, and then he yeah, that's where we found this wizard and dwarf. His Except eyes they weren't alive when we found them. His but... eyes will go wide. Um, or Orndalus. That's you, right? Uh, yeah. That, that'd be me. Uh, who, who are you? I uh, the, uh, my, my name's Harvin Philip. I'm part of the Philip family. You know my father. Uh, oh, he sounds like an arrogant little bastard from somewhere else. It's like somebody in, who travels with us all the time. That I used to know. Did your house kick you out? No, I'm in church. Uh, I'm, I, I... Would you like to adopt an, a half elf? <laughs> he's looking for a new house. Oh, uh, he's a yeah. That is an actual elf, but yeah. Well, no, he's a wood elf. elf. He, yeah, dirty little tree rats. Um. <laughs> Are you okay? No, he's apparently the gag went from Harvin to Thaddeus. You know, at some point here. <laughs> uh, I just I I uh, at this point I really. Wait, was was there a gate on? Th there's like these old like old soldier corridors, like this giant like room that had like 
old camps in it. When you came this way, was there an active gate? Like, um, into this corridor? Would you call it active? Like, it was... were there we, were there dwarves? Like several monsters. Were there there have been dwarves zero the dwarves up to this point. You'll see his eyes get this big. I need to get back to the city. That we've seen. I, I, I need to get back to the city. It's... How many demons did you see? A we'll lot. tell you if you can lead us to the Cordaeorum. How about that? I can lead you to the deeper vault. I, I, go out. Yes, that's fine. Uh, whether or not you could get in, that's up to you. Why can't you get us in if you're an oligarch? Because you. Yeah. You, Wouldn't you have access to the vault? No, you need approval f from seventy-five percent of the oligarchs to get into the vault. Uh, and if that doesn't happen, is there like a back way? Not that I'm aware of. And if what? If all right, all right. I, I, I'm getting a hold of this. You want us to come out to with you to your central city, help you out with all your problems, and all the oligarchs will be fawning over us. Is that your plan? Is that what you want? I mean, that wouldn't hurt, but uh, there it might... would. We are on a time. We have a very small limit of time. Let me explain it this way. If we already traveled across half a damn continent. If you. Don't represent one hundred percent of the oligarchs, which are you make really seventy five percent of the oligarchs. The world is going to explode by the time we get back to your city. Thaddeus, no. Thaddeus, you're drunk again. Stop drinking. Think... <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I, I, I understand what you're asking of me. But the problem still remains. The doors will not open unless 75% of the oligarchs agree that it needs to open. All right, here's the question. How many oligarchs are left? Well, there's 100 families. So 100? Including, 99, not including myself? And if 99 are dead? He just said that they're in the central city. I yeah, mean, you better you just wait for the central city to get destroyed by dragons. He's just you like, should uh, probably check on your wife if she's hopefully still alive. Do you have a cell phone? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the last. That's the that's the last one, Todd. <laughs> you take fourteen points of of uh, true damage. You lose fourteen points of uh, well, total I max would take HP. Fourteen points for that one. <laughs> no, you just take fourteen points of damage. Fuck you. <laughs> the dwarven cell phone <laughs> made uh, with advanced dwarven technology. Okay, uh, I, I'll tell you what. If, uh, just if you take me north along the uh, along the road of gold, uh, I'll show you where the deeper vault is, and you can figure out how to get in yourself. Ornthalus might I actually. Help us. I can't help you. I can just. Sh really quick, can I just talk to the party here for a moment? If we just help the guy out, it probably shouldn't take too long. We've already been marching across the continent for God knows how long. So just help the guy out for a moment. We get the support of the oligarch he's been talking about, and we go right into the vault, no problem. Do we even know he needs help from us other than getting out of here? I'm pretty sure he needs help. Well, listen up, Clovis. Here's the, here's the problem. We're on a time crunch. His, let's be real here. I'm going to be quiet now. His wife's probably dead. There was, that was a lot of demons. Um, I don't think we can help this man the way he wants to be helped. 
Alright, alright, hold on. <laughs> so, here's my new question. New Where is the central city? Are you asking that to him? Yeah. You go north from here. And is how that, much time is it? Is that past the vault? Yes. So I've been trying to tell you. I can lead you to the deeper vault, and then I gotta go home. That's fine. Fine, fine, we can do that. Can you untie me now? Five, I'll have I'll have be untied. No, no, no. He, he, I'm gonna hang him like a backpack. <laughs> Ori, I feel like you have enough small creatures as decoration. I'm a, I'm a, I'm. I want to put him next. <laughs> can I put him next to uh, the goblin skull on my belt? Uh, that. Uh, that would normally be okay, but you notice his hands are already loose. He 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 popped his wrist out of place and got loose of the ropes. Well, Stop doing that. Feet up. Hang him upside down. Why would we hang this guy upside down? No. It's leading us to where we want to go. Y'all are being so evil. <laughs> I'm not being evil. That is. This man is literally taking us where we want to go. I'm gonna take my bag of holding out and hang it. I'm gonna hang like, on my bag is, of holding. This is like two two of the party's brain cells just fighting. Can I stab Ori in the in the back of his knee to get him to drop this poor guy? <laughs> I mean, he's currently over the bag of holding. Is he? He his I, I No no don't you don't, didn't you never grappled you, you never you never grappled him. He broke his he broke his arms free. Alright, I'll grapple him again. Alright, roll an athletics check. Jesus. You're gonna have to be a natural twenty, which is a uh thirty-four. Yeah, roll a net twenty. <laughs> what's your have a net? What's your athletic what's your uh athletics? Uh, thirty. That should be a, that'd be a thirty-four. It's a plus fourteen. Uh, all right, roll, re-roll again. Uh, he has a oh, plus okay. fourteen to to athletics or uh, acrobatics. Uh, shit. He needs to lead us there. He should be allowed to 32. walk. Also thirty-two. What the fuck? Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. I'm not, I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's fine. He's going to try to escape, and then he's no good to us. Whoa, I... what? Jesus Christ, think about your damn actions for one moment. He has to go north anyway, to the city. Why do you need to tie him up? Exactly, we don't need to tie him up. I just... I'm just fucking around. I just... Jesus Christ you're talking about. I don't value this man's life at all. It's one of the children characters from the Bible. Hmm, I hate how that's canon in my world. <laughs> Thank you, Alara. You just wiped the memory from us. I just fucking hate it so much. But okay, okay, I'm going to just say, off the record, this is the best fucking session we've had. <laughs> just torturing really, this I... little dwarven man? Really? I'm like, I'm I, think, like, I think our really? best... I think, I think our best thing was with that uh, T-Rex guy. Honestly, oh, yeah. no, probably when we looted the invisibility room for Todd. Yes. Oh, that was good. That was good. Except uh, that we lost Alara. Yeah, well. From a role-playing aspect. Um, okay. Well, we're getting late here, so, uh... Can, can I lead you... Can, can I please just take you there Put it down and... and lead the way? Thank you. I'm putting him on a leash. Oh my god. The fuck you will! <laughs> no leash, Ori! You, gotta be, you, 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 have, 
Meet me halfway. Beep no, is gonna, no, no. Actually, Beep, Beep is going to cut his leash with a with his sickle. I mean, he wouldn't let you catch him. Let's be like uh, once is once he's free, he's like, no, fuck you guys. He's gonna run now because we sca- you guys scared him. You, <laughs> <laughs> you're scared of my new pet. I don't side with Ori very often, but now I do. We need to keep this man in check. I oh my god! I oh won't my... run away. Oh. Please just I'm gonna, follow look, me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kneel down. I'm gonna hang over him and say, if you if you fuck with us, I will shove you in the bag of holding. And at I first oh, he'll look at you dead in the eyes, Ori, and at, very quietly and and like get up like as close as he can to your face. If I die from your hands. You will be plastered on the walls of the central city. Trust me. How would they know? I'm a I'm a nod what? and grin. I like why this did, one. Why did, why does he sound like he's now like a mafia member? Right? And they're gonna know? plaster you on the walls. You have a backstory we don't know about. <laughs> Do you have some people here watching who would know? You'd be talking alone. <laughs> Weaver, make a perception check. You have an uncle named Donnie. Jesus oh boy. Christ, Todd. Are you Italian or uh... Italian? You know or... anyone called Vito Corleone? Uh, you do notice, uh, Boyro, you do notice shadows moving out in the corridor. Um, what are they doing as far as are they moving? Do they seem like they're trying to are they trying to listen? Are they uh, at, here? Let me let me put it this way: Can I tell if they're dwarven or if they're um, goblinoid or the um, other things that I can't remember what the hell they're called? Well, that's the the devils uh, yeah. or demons. Um, you can tell that these are uniquely shaped creatures. Uh, these silhouettes, and they're oddly similar to your standard dwarf. And they are, uh, they are outside, and you notice, uh, you notice that there's one currently coming towards the door, very quickly. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and splash a uh, produce flame right, kind of in front of the door. I'm not trying to hit him, not trying to hit the door, not trying to. Do, I'm just trying to get everybody's attention towards the door. Okay. And. Get the guy, make sure that this entity knows that at least somebody knows he's there. Uh, you do that, and immediately the door swings open, and they're like, and, and you see this one, this one older, just gruff dwarf wearing a black cloak. He's like, uh, My lord, this is where finally Jesus, another dwarf. Thank God. Okay, there's a whole frickload of demons in Nolderal. His eyes will go wide. Ah, uh, are they? Are they? Are they harming you, my lord? And he'll just look. He'll just look at all of you. <laughs> no, I think they're fine. Himself. These are the. Where did you call yourselves? The rat bastards. These are the rat bastards. Uh, I will be, um, escorting them to the deeper vault. They would like to take a look at it. Uh, yes, sir. Um, is he, is he still leaving? So nice? No. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say. 
All right, rat bastards, <laughs> Ornthalus, um, Thelica, follow me. And he will walk out the door. And as you walk out, there's about a platoon of dwarvish, what look to be rogues, uh, all outside, all with blades drawn, all look battle battle weary and or not battle weary but all look battle worn and ready to tussle and as soon as he walks out free no problem he just puts his hand up that's enough of you shadows you can disappear and you'll just watch him all apparate or disapparate away into the into the walls of the uh, uh you couldn't tell them to go deal with the demon threat well one one problem at a time um Hector, do me a favor, and he'll point to he'll look at the older dwarf that's still standing there. Uh, go, uh, go look at the status of uh, Noel Doral and report back to me. Yes, sir. And he will. He'll he'll like turn around. He'll whisk his cloak out, and he'll just disappear in front of you. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, can I whisper something to Thaddeus? Sure. Do we have enough rope for all these guys? <laughs> No. <laughs> I don't think we do. I'm just being right, right. up front here. Alright, we'll have to get more rope. You're gonna have to yes. buy Imagine. more rope. You, you go into the central city and you look for like a <laughs> rope dealer. Hi. Hi. You got ask, rope? Ask, do you have a rope guy? Yeah, ask we need a rope guy. Can bring back some more you rope. you need rope. Why do you need rope? No, we don't just, need rope. Just, he'll just smile oh, at all. Them. He'll just smile at both of you. <laughs> well, they're just jokesters, you know. All right, are we going to the the deeper vault or what? Let's go for half a day's yes, walk. Indeed. Yes, please. And you guys will start walking down the road of gold. As you enter into the road of gold, which is this this road heading north here, you step out onto it, and it is so bright in here with golden light. That is almost blinding with how dark it's been around you. Uh, like, Vlivar, you have to take off your, your dark vision goggles. Oh, yeah. It's that bright. Uh, and the road is literally paved with what seems to be a gold. And he's just can, like... Can you mark on the map kind of what which road it is? Right here. It's going to be... Okay. So you said it seems to be this gold. This one. It, can I insight and make sure it actually is gold? You can you can reach down and touch it if you want. Okay, I'm gonna have I'll have Beat reach down and touch it to make sure make it's a, cool. Make an investigation check. I too want to investigate this out of curiosity. Go ahead. I'm gonna take nineteen. Buzzy rolled a nineteen. This is pure gold. Wouldn't it be really soft? Gold. Yes. You Actually, after a lot of walking on it, um, technically, would gold would eventually right? wear. Um, it would actually leave tracks. There should be, like, feet tracks on it if it's been there for a long time. Uh, there are not feet tracks. There are, you see a railway that goes up the side. And okay. immediately he walks up and just goes, well, we don't, we don't, us oligarchs don't walk. Let me call the trolley. And he will walk up and pull a lever, and you'll see this passenger trolley start coming down the railway, and stop right before here. What? We're not. We're not. You know, savages down here. Uh. 
You can walk, though, and he'll point to Ori. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's kind of deserved at this point. <laughs> well, I'm going to pull out a dagger and start scraping at the gold. No. <laughs> You're going to start scraping at the gold? <laughs> don't, don't keep pissing off the dwarf and oligarch. Uh, I you don't steal in front of them. You said, yeah. you said your AC was a 16? At the moment. <laughs> uh, so I rolled an 18. Uh, all of you watch a shadow apparate behind Thaddeus and stick a knife to his throat and say, if you do any more of that, I'll kill you. Understood. I'm sorry. Now, how much did I get? Uh, none. Because at the... the, 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 the <laughs> specks of gold is on his day. Uh, one speck of gold. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. Rich. Um, because yeah, as you reach down to scrape once, you just see Harvin turn around like, uh, and before you could even, like, get the second scrape in, you have a knife, you have a dagger to your throat. <laughs> Are we going to get on this trolley or not? I, I'm obviously kidding, big guy. Hop on. It's big enough for all of us. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have Peep and Peep and Clovis hop on. Hold on, I need to wipe off on. my dagger. I'll go in the trolley. Make a sleight of hand check. <laughs> Who? You. Thaddeus, it's, it's unironically Thaddeus getting the party in the most trouble most of the time, and rarely it's Ori. Ori just kills people. <laughs> Ori! <laughs> Ori just backs him up. Yeah. <laughs> Ori is the enabler. <laughs> Ori is Thaddeus' is wingman. Of, of crime. To think they fucking hated each other like 15, 20 sessions in. Oh, right, Orphan the Kid, what, who cares, but... <laughs> and then gave him, then Thaddeus gave him a dagger. Oh my god, you guys are, are, are a duo. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> the, the power between us both is... Which one of you tops and the other bottoms? Stop it. We're, it's 11 <laughs> o'clock. It's 11 o'clock. <laughs> we, need, we, need to, we need to wrap this up. Uh, so, uh... Never mind. You don't need to make a sleight of hand. You just grab the little gold speck. It's literally like a, sh just a slight shaving of gold. Um, and he, the Harvin looks at you and just shrugs his shoulders. Uh, the trolley starts to go. It goes for about an hour. Uh, and as he, as he like hits, he hits like a lever, and like you hear the brakes start to squeal. And as it slows down, you look to your left and you see what looks to be two giant stone doorways decorated with gold rubies emeralds sapphires diamonds uh and it is a it is a gilded door uh that is locked shut and you you notice uh on the archway there's different like what look to be inserts for different insignias uh that need uh that need to be placed in there. You notice immediately at the front gate, there are two century looking statues with the same Ruby eyes standing at the front of it. And he's like, well, this is the deeper vault. Uh, good luck getting in. Uh, the sentries won't kill you. Um, well, hold on. And he'll stick his, he'll, he will, uh, he will stick his head out and you'll see him like throw his hand, like kind of like almost like he's trying to throw a baseball. 
and he throws throws his hand for and you see this like beam of like magical energy shoot into uh shoot into like the eyes of the ruby uh, uh like the ruby eyes of these of these two centuries and you'll see like the faint dim light that was circling like go completely dark he's like okay now they shouldn't kill you getting into the vault you're probably not going to crack that door so if there's another way in that ornthalus knows about good luck i'm going home while you're home can you meet with the other oligarchs and perhaps get 75 percent or more of them to come and help us in just on the off chance we don't make. This will be the last roll of 2023 for Tales of Amriel. Oh my god. Uh, Elka, roll a persuasion check with advantage. Twenty-five. Oh, wait, 20... that's that's not a nineteen. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Oh, add five. Flash of genius. Twenty-eight. <sighs> Don't go stealing things you shouldn't. We're not there. trying to steal. Uh, we just need the Cordeorum to help restore Artemis. I'll do what I can to get, get grant you access. If I find you here in the next day or so, still camping out, trying to get in, I'll see. I'll do what I can with the oligarchs. Um, he'll point to a corridor that's down the road. Maybe check back there. There might be a way to get in. You didn't hear that from me, though. And he will hop in the uh, he'll hop in the uh, the trolley, and he'll just like step in. And like, well, rat bastards. Ornthalus, Celica, don't get eaten by a dragon. He'll pull the lever and the trolley will go. And uh, it's ironic since there's dragons where we're going back to after this. Real and... quick, looking, can I ask one question? Mm -hmm, absolutely. Okay, looking at the door of the vault, is there any like celestial text on it? Because I know the Corday Orm's kind of tied to them. There's not. Okay. And with that, that's where we're going to end tonight's session. Uh, Wahoo. We will yeah. we will continue back with the story on January seventh. So uh, we will a month away. Yeah, yep. We're well, we have but... the Christmas one shot. Is that next week? By the way, next week Sunday. Uh, we're doing. I won't be able to make it because okay. I have a party. Okay. Next week Sunday, we are doing the Christmas one shot. Uh, I believe I can't remember it. The Night of the Living Toys, I think, is what I named it. Um. If you guys want to create a character to play in that, uh, we will be playing next Sunday, and we will be doing that one-shot. It's a level 14 one-shot. So uh, you can play any uh, any class you want except for Paladin. Uh, and you can play any you play Gnome and any race that is related to the Feywilds. Um, so if you want to create a character... The for you guys, the invite link is in Discord in the under the Christmas special stuff. Um, and you can join that and create your character. The monster, comp uh, the compendium should be open to where you can create where you should have access to monsters of the multiverse and Strixhaven and all the other uh, fey related races. So, if you want to do that, uh, we'll be playing 
next week Sunday, and after that, uh, we will be taking Christmas and New Year's weekends off because I'm not going to be available. So uh, that's fair. But thank you guys for playing. Thank you for dealing with the the craziness that is uh, my brain uh, this year. It's been a blast, and uh, I will uh, talk to most of you next week. So I'll be right back. Yeah. All right, everybody. It's been uh it's been a pleasure uh this year. I appreciate all of you watching. Corgan, you've been here since the beginning. Thank you for being awesome. Uh for those of you that I met over at Pax Unplugged and you're here and you're just you're you're watching, I appreciate you. We had the highest viewer count uh ever tonight. Uh I saw uh I saw I think well, no, it wasn't the highest ever, but it was one of the highest ever. Uh, at one point, we had, I think, like 21 people, uh, according to my, my viewer count here. I don't know how accurate that is. Um, but we had a lot of people in here tonight. Uh, I appreciate all of you. And uh, we will uh, I'll see all of you next Sunday uh, playing the doing the Christmas one-shot. So if you're into that type of thing, it should be goofy, wacky, and fun. Uh, and if not, have a happy holidays. And uh, I will see you guys in 2024. Have a wonderful night, and I'll see you guys later. Peace out.